Star Joe's Podcast, episode 52, Spotlight on the Ghostbusters. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Chuck. And welcome back, guys. Yes, we a little Halloween spectacular. Happy Halloween, everybody. That's right. Um, Get your yeah, candy. Going to be uh, focusing on one of my favorite movies of all time. Mine too. Yeah, I like uh, it. Ghostbusters. So. Yes, the Ghostbusters. Yes, they just found out a lot of Ghostbusters goodness. A lot of today, a lot of lot of stuff I didn't realize about the movie. So, oh, and, nice. Uh, I think it'll bring up some uh, good conversation. Uh, how have things been for you? Uh, I, they're getting better. They're getting better. My wife's been um, sick and everything like that, so she had a recovering from surgery. So, yeah, back home now. In the back home now, so she's resting, relaxing, not to scare everybody. She's not dying or anything. <laughs> but uh, she had some medical surgery that was necessary. So. Uh, she's resting six to eight weeks, so hopefully everything will be back to normal and I can get my life back. Because <laughs> it's all about you. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Not at the moment, though. And it hasn't been for a long time. But, right. Um, yeah, I haven't really been too much on the forums or anything like that. I'm not yeah. ignoring anybody. Or, and I have seen you people are. posting on the fantasy football about yeah, me losing and going that's down. That's awesome. I've seen that. Don't yeah. think it hasn't gone unnoticed. Not only have they been posting on the forums, but uh, a listener who shall remain nameless... <laughs> uh, pointed out that uh, he beat you by uh, quite a bit. Yeah. And then, but I had beaten him by 28 points. Mm. So, by proxy. <laughs> a process of elimination. I I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I played Nick this week, so it should be interesting. I'm going to take my revenge out on his ass. Yeah. So, it's he's, he's screwed. I did get a, a trade offer from one person. And uh, decide not to go with it. Okay. It, it was a good offer. It was a good offer. It was just one of those things like he was offering two players for one of mine. Okay. And if I had taken it, like combined those players did more than my one player. But my wide receivers that I already had did better than this wide receiver that was being oh, offered. So, okay. so I would have basically been taking, giving him a my lesser, best running back. A lesser running back. And I would have yeah. been taking a lesser wide receiver and a lesser running back. And I would have benched the wide receiver because he wasn't as good as my other you wide receiver. Got to come strong with those trades. Yeah. So it was like, okay, well, I'm just going to basically bench this guy that I'm getting from him and play this lesser wide uh, running back. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not a good trade for me. Yeah. But I yeah. did. I did lose this week, which is yes. only, only two losses on the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only two losses on the year, so I'm still five and two. I'm still better than majority of the people in the league. But you're champ. slipping. I'm still a champ. You're not the champ. It's a new and, season. And still, a, I'm the undisputed champ until <laughs> I lose at the end of the season. Until we crown a new champ, I'm still the champ. No, until we crown a new champ, I'm the king. That's not how it works. That's exactly how that's it works. That's not how it works. Because right now in football, the Green Bay Everyone Packers zero, are still zero. champs. No, the Green Bay They're Packers. not the champs. They are. They're last year's champs. But it's not a whole year yet until it's last it's year's year to, champs. It's, that's how it works. It's last year's. Super Bowl to Last season's champs. That's how that's it how they're referred to as last season's 
Super Bowl winners. The Green Bay, the Super Bowl champion Green Bay Packers. That's how they're introduced. No. Yeah, they are. No. All right. That's not how we're playing it. Let's get back to Ghostbusters. That's not how we're playing it. Oh, okay. (laughs) You start fresh and new. Again, happy Halloween, everybody. Fresh and new. (laughs) Fresh and clean. That's right. Like a douche. So, all right. So, uh, we had some listeners give us some, contact us, provide us some feedback and everything else. So, thought we'd go ahead and jump right into the Jedi Holocron. Jedi Holocron. All right. So had quite a bit of uh, contact from like emails and just responses and everything else so we got a package from a listener we did we did thank you very much which uh, which was uh, crash at crash Murdoch on Murdoch the forums, on the forums uh, which yep. is a, one of our new forum posters yep. Chris yes he, he jumped right in and said hey here's who I am yeah, and he didn't dip a toe in he and, just dove in a deep end and then he said and then he posted a lot and then he was like I want to send you guys something that was awesome so let me first uh, go over some of his uh, his posts where he introduced himself. All right, go ahead. So on the forums, he's known as Crash Murdoch. He says, I found you guys through He-Man.org, specifically through the interview that you did with Val Staples. Slowly but surely, I've been listening to your past episodes, and I've been catching up. I've been collecting since the late 90s. I collect some DC, Marvel, Star Wars, and G.I. Joes, but my main focus these days is on Masters of the Universe. Good man. I guess. Good man. (laughs) While I don't have much of the Masters classics due to financial reasons, I have have 90% of the figures from the 2000X, and I'm looking uh, at slowly getting some of the vintage stuff again. Yeah, me too. (laughs) He says, uh, I'm near 40 and can still remember walking to the department stores uh, the first time and seeing He-Man on the shelves. Yeah, me too. Literally towering over the three and three quarter inch figures that were on the shelves around him. Right. I knew then and there I had to have these figures. Yeah. Got a few comments about the past shows, but I'm not sure if they've been brought up since their release, so I'll hold off for now. Keep up the good work. And ever since he's been going through the old episodes, he'll post a new thread yeah. for it. And Feel free like, to do it. Here's, here's the things I noticed in the episode. Yeah. So he, he's been providing some information, including one thing he mentioned that we also had Chewie <coughs> mention to us, uh, Greg mentioned to us. That I never corrected, which was uh, United Arab Emirates. I said I, maybe that's the new Kuwait or whatever. I didn't know because I'm looking at a little map with a big dot on it that yeah. told me where the listener it was, was. Not zoomed enough, right? So, so United em- uh, Arab Emirates is its own country, its own location, third world it, nation. It's separate from Kuwait. So, I just, wanted, just wanted to correct that. Uh, one other correction, also Thanks for the geography lesson. <laughs> one other correction or, or update, also that I wanted to yeah. give which is long overdue, is Mike from DC Noise had commented on an older episode. Remember when we were talking about like what it takes to become a top seller or in the top 10 yeah. of comic books and everything else? I provided some numbers. Those numbers were based on what basically what Diamond sold to the stores, okay. not what actually sells to customers. Oh, okay. So he provided me a link to a website that he relies on that gives a rough estimate of what actually sells to the customers, not just what sells to the stores. Now, as far as the publishers are concerned, what sells to Diamond is all they really all care, care about. Yeah, but sure. but it's not as accurate of a number. So. All right, well, thank you for that. So Mike, cool. and thank you for the entertainment on DC Notes. That's right. Thank you, Crash. <laughs> no, Speaking of Crash. Yeah, did you want to... Yeah, okay. I was going to go in. He sent us a package. Yes, yes. And uh, he sent a little email... That he said this was meant to go in with the package, but he never printed it out and sent it. So here's what he had to say. 
He said, This uh, is all for Chuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Sent out the package today, but realized I forgot to put a note in there. So here's a blurb you can read on air or to Chuck or whatever. So he says, I saw these at, at work after hearing you guys talk about your favorite Transformers. I know that the original is super expensive, so here's a little something to fill that space on the shelf until you manage to get the real thing. Also, I f- when I found this shipping box at work, I knew the first thing you guys would say is, he sent a, a candy box without any candy, so here's your damn candy. Hope you hope you enjoy it. Consider it early uh, Christmas early Christmas present from your new buddy, Crash Murdoch. I sent it in regular mail, so it should arrive in about a week or so. Let me know when you get it, please. Have a good one. Chris. So thank you, Chris. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, I did say that about the box because it was a candy box. Right. Like there better be some candy <laughs> now because we like our candy. But here's the deal. Yeah. I kept the candy. Yeah. Well, well what it was it? candy corn. I don't like candy corn. I know you don't. So <laughs> so thank you. Still thank you. Yeah. I mean, even though it's not a candy I would eat, it's still candy. My so. my children enjoy candy corn. Yeah. So we're eating that. Thank you. Right. <laughs> and uh, what he said. What was, he said. Was actually because we got on the forums talking about what's your favorite knockoff toy, right? Or do you collect knockoff toys, or have you ever had any in the past? And if you buy some, what are the lines you get? And I'm like, right. I told him I really don't get too much into knockoff toys. I kind of like the mainstay toys, right? But I did have some of the core figures that yeah. are knockoff GI Joe, yeah. similar to those. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, I did have some knockoff toys. I mean, as I an adult, didn't. as adult, I don't. Where I didn't know about them then. Yeah. But then I figured out I did actually have one. I, I remembered I had a knockoff Voltron. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know it was a knockoff. Right. And it was motorcycles. And you actually yeah. found a picture and posted it on the forums. If it ain't Lions, it ain't Voltron. But they had <laughs> the, the second Voltron was cars. I didn't, it was vehicles. vehicles. A lot of vehicles. So, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Planes, spaceships, all yeah. that stuff. I never... I Drills. had motorcycles. And they were right. all... It's not Voltron. Different color. Well, to me, it looked like Voltron. It had a sword and everything, so... To me, that was the Voltron right. I had, but I guess it was a knockoff. Yeah. But he actually sent a knockoff Transformer construction kit, which makes a Devastator. Right. It's the Constructicons. Well, the Constructicon Sources. <laughs> yeah, whatever they're called. Constructosaurs. But they're all yellow. Right. They're not green. Which is more like a construction More vehicle. realistic, yeah. yeah. And they actually transform together and they hook together to make a huge-ass Devastator. Right. So, so that we, was very cool. got one. So yeah. That was really cool. That was Thank awesome. you very much. Yeah. yeah. And I must correct him on this. Um, that's going to be a Halloween present. <laughs> we still need a Christmas present. Oh, so, thank you, oh, Box. Oh, wow. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just no. kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, all, all seriousness, thank you very much. It was very, very generous of you to do that. That, that um, address I provided you to send the stuff, uh, Chuck Hant gets it first. So, feel free <laughs> to send him a big turd in the mail. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Since he's going to be the greedy bastard. Wow. But anyways. Yeah, back to the show. But <laughs> uh, Yeah, so that was really cool and very generous of him very to generous, send one yeah. for each of us. Yeah, and, I mean, we would have yeah. been happy with one to put on the studio desk here. But right. That was, that was great, too. It was very, very cool. Two is nice. Um, yeah. And Keep like that said, in mind. When you send stuff, send two. There are two of us. <laughs> and we fight over things. Right. So. <laughs> you guys have heard us fight. Now, hey, let's just preference it. Keith. We got your stuff. Right. Your toys are going to be reviewed in the next episode. Well, here's the thing I said. To <laughs> this is a Ghostbusters here, special. Here's the thing I said to him on, on the forums. That we're he, not talking about Ghostbusters. DC, DC Noise, when I was listening to their episode, Keith called us out pretty early in the recent episode. Oh, yeah. And he oh, goes, yeah. he goes, yeah, I'm waiting for Star Joe's to do a review on those Eagle Moss statues I gave to him. He gave us the, the, they're not big, gigantic statues. I don't want anyone 
thinking that like it was a three hundred dollar statue. But we, we accept got, those. We accept those. Sure, sure. But it was uh, they're like these what two inch eagle moss type two statue, three inch, yeah. yeah. Couple inches, but they're really cool. Yeah, they're lead, and they come with a book about yeah. the backstory of the Real, whole figure and everything. Yeah, really high detail. Very generous of them to do that. Very, I, very much so. Uh, you got Nightwing. I got Red Arrow. Right, it was awesome. And then awesome, he gave awesome. you a DC Direct uh, Blue, Blue Devil. Devil. Yeah. So those three will be reviewed in the next episode of right. Star Joe's. The next episode after that, we're going to review the Constructicon kit. Right. That, that Crash gave us. And the episode after that, <laughs> I got something from JP at Super Show, so we'll review that because. I don't need anyone bad-mouthing <laughs> us on yeah. future hey. podcasts that we don't review. Well, here's the thing I said to Keith, too, yeah. on the forums. I said to him, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize there were stipulations included yeah. with receiving a gift. I thought that I w- you were just did giving you, it to me because hey, you liked me. Did you read that G.I. Joe Transformers trade yet I gave you? Well, he hasn't He hasn't watched the uh, He-Man uh, DVD, yet, DVD yet that oh. I gave him either. Oh, oh well, then. So, yeah. Get so, back yeah. at me. Holler at your boy. Get right. back at me. What's yeah. up with that? Yeah. You know, to get it yet? To get it yet? To get it yet? <laughs> It'd be one thing if he said, "Oh, I watched the He-Man DVD and yeah. read the trade yeah. that I was given as a gift, and I really, and liked I really liked him. him. What did you think of my gift? Right. Yeah. But instead, he's going to call us out. I think I'm going to give him a Super Show next year if he's there. I'm going to give him an Encyclopedia Britannica. I'm going to give him a smack across the face. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe a thesaurus that way he can just read that and you know get back at me. I'm going to give him two two bits and a smack <laughs> across the face. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like uh, join him at Shady Maple and get a pound of bacon on my plate. I'm going to give him a swift kick to the ass. Or, or <laughs> get him a cup of mayonnaise. Um, no, like that. No, but Miracle Whip. Just enjoy. No. <laughs> if you don't listen to DC Noise, uh, Keith doesn't like mayonnaise. Except in coleslaw. Right. Apparently he likes coleslaw. So he's a liar. Wow. But, ooh, hey. I wouldn't say. I would say I it's. Call, I call it like it is. I would say he doesn't go out of his way to eat mayonnaise, but if it comes already in coleslaw, which is, it's kind of like, it's not really even mayonnaise, it's a mayonnaise base, but it's like salad dressing. Don't defend him. He called us out. I'm not defending (laughs) him, I'm just, it's not real mayonnaise, it's like salad dressing, but it's kind of mayonnaise based, I guess. Whatever. Back to back to Ghostbusters. Anyway, the Eagle Moss stuff was cool. Thank you, Crash. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, everybody who sends stuff. Thank you, JP. Thank you, JP. So... Did we miss anyone? I don't think so. I mean, we've thanked people in the past already. There's other people, too. Oh, I also want a quick shout-out to Crash Murdoch. I was chatting with him last night on the uh, Star Joe's Facebook page, and he's uh, introduced me to someone I'm going to remain anonymous with right now, but we may be looking to bring on another special guest interview in the near-distant future here. Um, Someone from a... Another show. Another show, we'll so to say. Right. um, Involving toys. Right. So... Might have a couple of those. Might have a couple, yeah. So, all right. So, but thank you. Thank some, you for the things, connection. Some things are in the works. Yeah. Thank you for the connection, Crash. Yep. Very cool. All right. So then uh, we did have a forum uh, question. Okay. Which was... Rip it. Sandman posted this. He said, I have a cage match for you. Oh, death match. Yes. Who would win in a fight between Devastator and Voltron? Ooh. This isn't even a competition. Devastator. No. Yes. Voltron. I don't think so. Voltron's three times the size of Devastator. Are you sure? Yes. How big is Voltron? I saw the toys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well then. The cats were three times the size of one of those Constructicons. I don't know, but look who's piloting those cats. Sure. Awesome people. Pidge. Pidge is smart. Hunk. Hunk strong. (laughs) Princess. She's hot. She's hot. (laughs) Keith. Keith's awesome. I'm not bad-mouthing Keith. Don't bad-mouth Keith. I'm just saying. Keith's my boy. All right, hey, whatever. You like the mullet? Whatever. Rocket. That's right. 
How could you not like the mullet? This is an 80s podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're the home of the mullet. It's got to be. The lions could just bite into them and tear them apart. And but, then you got Blazing Sword. What's Devastator got? Devastator, he's, he's... He's got nothing. But if you go back and read... No, seriously, if you go back got and read... the gun. The big gun. ACDC, yeah. insert that song here. If you watch Voltron Force right now, the... That's a bad cartoon. No, it's not. It's not a good cartoon, dude. You don't even watch it anymore. I've seen two episodes of that. I like it. Now, the one episode I saw where they were escaping the prison, the guy, the prison guard... That's Man at Arms' voice. Okay. In the 2000X <laughs> uh, cartoon, I think Gary Chalk. No, I will give you, I heard uh, actually Victor from ETM uh, mention this it's on not, his podcast, it's, it's not that he does good. not like the intro song, which I agree, the intro yeah, song's yeah. horrible, but the show is pretty good. I'm not a and big they, fan of it. what they do is they change the center of the lines, which I always wondered as a kid, like, why does the black line always have to be the middle, middle one? Why can't they change to the red line or the blue line, like... That'd be kind of cool if they could all interchange. Well, what they do is they do that on the show, and each center gives them a different weapon. It's not always blazing sword. Mm. So, like, if the red line is in the middle, it's these twin guns. But. So he's got two guns. But get this. <laughs> if the toys don't do that, kids are going to get mad. Oh, sure. I'm sure they're going to make it so They'll the probably make it that. different they have adaptions to. or different, yeah. Yeah, they'd have to. But It'll no. just be the same cast, the same mold, yeah. just in different plastic, just to adapt it. I'm telling you, Voltron would be Devastator. I don't know, dude. In the, in the comic bigger. books that I've read, Devastator is one badass man sure. pajama. Yeah, well, Voltron is too. Voltron's like he's taking on, like... Voltron doesn't get beaten. Many, many Autobots at a time. Well, he's a hero. Voltron I mean, has his own show. <laughs> I'm sure Devastator's got a talk show somewhere on cable. <laughs> we just don't know about it. It's like the Gary Shandling show. Called me up and asked if I would write his theme song. I'm almost halfway finished. How do you like it so far? How do you like the theme to Gary show? No, coffee with Devastator. I've seen Devastator fall apart way too many times. I don't know, dude. It would be interesting. I mean, obviously, in a perfect world, the okay. hero is going to win. Sure, Voltron, well, but that's but not what we're dealing with here. But I what think I'm... you put him in a cage match. Even if they discombine and there's five, I and mean, it's five on five like a tag team battle royale. Oh well, no. Well, number one, one guy well, on top. Well, here's the thing. The ring. Now it's king not, of the ring. Now it's no, king of the ring. No, here's the thing. I already know you have no knowledge of what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Devastator is not five, six. What? Exactly. Whatever. You have no knowledge. Well, hey, six lawyered. <laughs> you got five lines. I got six construction Case dismissed. Vehicles. Listen, Your Honor. If I may approach the bench, you got five lines. I got six construction vehicles. Yeah. I'm one up on you. Whoop de doo. What are you gonna do? Bulldoze me? <laughs> yes. I'll submit mix you and freeze you. I will tell you I will tell you there's a better there's a more even match when they're combined. Because there's giant yeah, robot versus giant robot, robot. Which would be badass. The Constructicon Who's gonna get a sketch of that at Super Show? <laughs> Voltron versus Devastator. That'd be awesome. Who's doing that? The Constructicons do not as just individual vehicles do not, not stand a chance against the lions. No, I'll give you that. They're not a strong That's when not even a match. They're not a strong when separated. Right. But together when they combine and form Devastator, Fish. they have strength you can't believe because they can they So can, is Voltron. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I do know. All right. You form I'm, Blazing Sword, cut them in half, done. I'm not the biggest Voltron. Done. I'm not the biggest <laughs> Voltron fan around. I'm going to tell you that. Done. All right, we'll go with yours. <laughs> Obviously, we're going to argue about this, but right. we're picking Voltron. That's the consensus, I guess. <laughs> now you can pick the other one. You'd be wrong. <laughs> so but anyway, anyways, back, Super Show. Yeah, we got a confir- confirmation that it's on. It will. Yeah, I posted. It is happening. I was uh, the jackass 
who posted on the CGS forums and said... Rewind and play it on a loop. No. Um, the jacket. I'll delete that up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that I just basically said, hey, we kind of heard some rumors that maybe because of this UK thing that you guys are doing for soup, for uh, CGS, that maybe Super Show isn't going to happen. And Brian uh, Pants, Pants posted on there, no, uh, actually, don't even worry about it. Super Show is going, 100% for sure, Super Show is going to happen. That Brian Deemer was setting a date uh, with a con- with the convention hall. So there should be news about it soon. Good. So Well, it is going to happen, so that's good. That's, that's awesome. how we plan our yeah. season. That's how I plan my whole year. Our vacation around that, right. so that's awesome. Everything is revolved around that. Word. So anyways. So uh, it's going to happen, so that's good news. Then on. Um, someone has to get a sketch. Old John, John versus, versus Devastator. Devastator. Okay. It might be one of us. <laughs> you can get it. I already got plans. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> I already got things in the works. We got we got stuff in the works. So um, on our website, we had some comments made. And that was, uh, we had Nerds Gets Chicks. He posted a few times. I love that kid. That was for episode 50. He goes, hey guys, I just sent a link of my collection and fat face. Love the show. Long live beer, meat, and cream cheese. <laughs> That's actually really good. Sure. All those together? Yes. I've never had. Now, what I've meat recently cream done, cheese I've had. I, what I've recently done is I've toasted a bagel. I don't like beer. <laughs> You're the weird one. I know. I like liquor. <laughs> he likes to get it done fast. Liquor? I don't even know her. <laughs> what does that matter? That's a good night. I've taken a bagel okay. and halved it, toasted it, put cream cheese on the bagel. Prosciutto. No, 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 no. That was good too. That's good too. Sure. Or you can even put bacon on it, which is good. Oh yeah, yeah. That's well, awesome. That, bacon on anything. You can put bacon on a car bumper, and I'm going to eat it. It's always better with bacon. Exactly. <laughs> Trademark, copyright, right? Uh, but I found hot pepper jelly. Okay. And you put that on the bagel with the cream cheese. Okay. There's enough little zip in there to make it go back for more. That's awesome. Okay. Red hot pepper jelly. But I don't want you don't burn. want to mix that with I don't peanut butter. Burn my mouth. It's not a burning sensation. It's like okay. a, it's like a, I don't know. It's like a tingle. Okay. I don't like. I don't mind really spicy stuff. That I don't care. It's not real. It's, it's, so it's sweet because the jelly in it, but it's enough of a. Okay. It's like a sweet I'll burn at the same time. I'll try it sometime. I'll, I'll bring it. In. I'll bring sure. it. Sure. Um, so then he also posted another comment again for the same episode, uh, episode fifty, or not fifty. I don't know what the hell it was. Uh, <laughs> Another episode. He says, I have not seen a hurricane. If by hurricane you mean rage and dead island for the PC, then yes, I am flooded. Thanks for your concern, uh, for the concern. Um, oh, I plan to call you guys soon. It will be epic. I got, we got his picture with his stuff. So he's in, yeah, he's, he's in, in the, the contest. contest and it runs through November, November 15th. 15th. Yes. Yeah. November 15th. The contest. I know we never stated the date. Uh, a couple more items that I have for that. I picked up, uh, to throw in the prize package. Uh, the Crimson Empire 3, number one. I will be throwing that in there. Nice. A Legion Origin, Secret Origins of the Legion, number one, which is a six-part miniseries. It will come with a Legion flight ring. Nice. Does not work, but... <laughs> it doesn't work, but... <laughs> but it's a flight ring. It's for display only. And, uh... I might enter, because I need that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there was a couple other goodies I picked up, so... Yeah, and again, the contest, all you do is you take a picture of yourself in front of your collection, whether it's toys, right. uh, comics, graphic novels, books, whatever have you. Exactly. Porn, whatever. And email it to and us. And email it to us, send it to us. Right. And there's no age restriction, so if you have a kid and they want to enter, that's fine, too. Yep. Everything's going to be kid-friendly in the package. Exactly. No right. porn in the package. Right. I was kiboshed on that. <laughs> 
Many a time. Yet again. Many times. Yet again. Then we had uh, JD posted on our uh, website. Hell yeah, he did. And he said, man, I love this podcast. That's all he had to say. That's all That's all that needs to be said. Right. That's all that needs to be said. So then on the latest episode, <coughs> we're getting also somebody, and I think it might be Nerd Kids <coughs> Chicks, we're getting someone that's actually giving us a review on our webpage. Yeah, you go ahead. actually go on there and give us a rating of yeah. up to five stars. And he, luckily, has been giving us five stars every time. Somebody has. Right. And then uh, Nerds Gets Chicks commented on the most recent episode, which he said, I was talking about Lookout Mountain because it's in Tennessee. I lived in Chattanooga when I was a kid and thought that reference was so damn cool. It was like the Transformers had a base in my city. Nice. So, word, but, word. Here, but here's the thing. I, that's awesome. <coughs> that's really cool, and I can get that. I didn't know he lived in Tennessee. I didn't yeah, know there was a lookout mountain in Tennessee. <laughs> Thanks for the geography so lesson. So now I know why he said, what about lookout mountain? What about it? So now we know. And knowing is half the battle. So that was awesome. And yeah. I, I can understand as a kid, like, anytime I heard something happen, like, near where I lived, yeah. you know, like a movie or something like that, not real life shit. I know that right. always happens right. near, near where I live. I watch the news, but I watch the news. when it's I know it goes on. when it's fake stuff and they go, oh, you know, Cleveland, Ohio. I'm like, hey, they're talking about Cleveland. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so being from Chicago, I mean, in Illinois, there's a Springfield, and when I moved to Ohio, there's a Springfield. Yeah. So the whole GI Joe Springfield, exactly. Simpson Springfield, right. It's all over. Um, also, I wanted to correct last episode. I think it was. Last I got episode. a correction for that too. I said Halle Berry was really hot in the movie Shark. It was actually Swordfish. Oh, I caught myself. No one caught it. I did. Also, to correct you, you because I didn't think about it at the time. Was you telling me I don't read horror comics and I didn't think of anything at the time? Oh, what about Walking Dead? Yeah, the uh. Walking Dead. <laughs> which we got a voicemail about that, which I'll play in a second. All right, all right. Yeah, Tomb of Dracula. Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider, Werewolf by Night. All right, all right. I guess you read horror <laughs> comics. Moving on. And remember episode zero, top five things we know the most about, and I said one of mine was the supernatural. I thought you meant that show. You Well, yeah, that too. All right. But I clarified then that I didn't mean the television show. But oh. I watched that also, which is awesome. It's been a while. Okay. So I I like the supernatural stuff. I, get, I stand corrected. All right. Uh, my correction was I said... Uh, the Rock posted on our forums, mm-hmm. or not our forums, but our website. Right. It was the Rook, the Rook, not the Rock. I just misread the C as an O. It so happens. I just wanted to correct that. Printer's low on ink. It happens. Right. So uh, we did have one iTunes review. Rock, where the hell are you? Get back at me. Holler <laughs> at your boy. Where you been? So, so we did have an iTunes review. Ah, you know what that means. Something nice about the X Men. Right. Motherfucker. Just so you guys know, in case this is your first episode listening to us. Uh, Chuck doesn't really care for the X-Men. Not too much, no. Yet we have a lot of our listeners that came over from Uncanny X-Cast and just general listeners that like the X-Men. I don't get it. So to kind of incent people to leave us positive, or just iTunes reviews, they don't even have to be positive. You guys can bash us all you want. But wow. to leave us wow. to leave us some <laughs> reviews on iTunes, <laughs> for every time you guys leave us a review on iTunes, Chuck has to say something nice about the X-Men to earn that review. All right. Something nice about the X-Men. So You only have to do it one time this I, I time. guess a lot of people like the X-Men because their comic books are numbered in the, like, the five or six hundred. So, I mean, no. let's think of something nice. Let's you think of something, something nice. nice. Right. 
Well, here's something nice. They're restarting it. <laughs> Which how, is good. How is that nice? Well, it's nice for new readers who might not know the X-Men okay. to get on the ground floor and read about them. Okay. Those uh, giant X-Men hardcover omnibus. omnibuses yeah. on the buy. On the buy. They look good on your shelf. Sure. That's something nice. Okay. Well, you um, already said something nice. that yeah. it's They're setting it up for new readers. Setting it up for new So maybe so, this is my chance. Are you going to jump on? No. <laughs> Make me jump you, on. You like the Wolverines. I like the Wolverines. Well, Make guess what one of the on. titles is? Wolverine and the X-Men. Right. I know that. So why wouldn't you pick that one up? Oh, my God. You're going to make me buy another book, aren't you? I'm just saying to try. Is it number one? Yeah. I might get it. That's what I'm saying. All you listeners out there, give me some reasons. Shoot on the forums why Chuck should read the X-Men. That's the title. <laughs> put it on Facebook. Put it on the forums. Email the show. Podcast right. at gmail.com. Why Chuck should read the X-Men. And, and just to give you guys a start... And we'll give it a whirl. One of my arguments to Chuck has always been that there are so many X-Men characters that there has to be some X-Men that he likes besides well, just Wolverine. Yeah. There's like... Well, I like the look of Emma Frost. I'll tell you that right now. Why don't you read a book with Emma Frost in it? She Catch. had her own title for a little while. Really? Yeah. She wears way too much clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways... We had that. So thank here's you the, for the thank you for the review. So here's thank the review. You. If okay. you want to actually hear it, uh, well, let me hear before I thank them for it. <laughs> it was it, might be from, bad. it was from Jedi Mark seventy seven. Oh, it's going to be great. And thank you, Mark. <laughs> it was five stars, and he said uh, the title of it was "Help Me, Star Joes, You're My Only Hope." Nice, <laughs> pretty funny. Nice. So he says Ryan and Chuck are entertaining in many ways. Fuck yeah, we are. The bickering like uh, like a married old couple. What? <laughs> Where does that come off? At? The debates. Okay, all right. The comic reviews. Word, word. It's all great. Mm-hmm. I'm not big into G.I. Joe. Son of a bitch. But I'm open-minded. Oh, well, there you go. And enjoy every episode I have heard so far. Keep up the great work, guys. Uh, he's only listening to two. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's listening to quite a few. He's gone back and he's listening to I know. Ones, I can't but... believe people are doing that to themselves. Dude, we have over 100 hours. What the hell? Of podcasts. You guys are great. Yeah. I wouldn't going... do it, but you guys are great. But here's the thing. I broke it down. Now, granted, yeah, you couldn't really realistically do this. But I was like, wow, 100, 100 hours, that's a lot. Yeah, it's like four days. <laughs> but whatever, it's a lot. But that's four days constant. Sure. You gotta sleep. Sure. So if you do an eight hour intervals, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a, a lot. It could be a long time, yeah. Sure, yeah. It's still way more time to listen to us oh, than yeah. I would yeah. ever do. Word. <laughs> so we did have a few voicemails. All right, play them. Um, Chewy. My le- man. <laughs> left us three. <laughs> <laughs> Day without Chewy is like a day without sunshine. That's right. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into the first one it's here. Like the whipped cream on top of my hot fudge sundae. Wow, he's just sweet. <laughs> what? Wow. And creamy. Wow. All right. Can I play the voicemail? Yeah, you better. All right. Gentlemen, it's Chewy. How goes it? Uh, let's see. I'm just listening to your latest uh, bloopers slash behind the scenes episode, uh, and I have to say it is tremendous especially with all of the, uh, uh, the theme songs that you've worked in there, Ryan. Well done, sir. Uh, I also have to say that I love uh, the discussion, the pre-show discussion uh, about Val and Robert Atkins, and especially when Chuck uh, is ripping on DeLange. <laughs> Too funny. All right, guys, not sure if that was uh, supposed to be in there or not, or if uh, somebody fucked up and left it in, but it was it was awesome. All right, talk to you guys later. Uh, we left that in? Yeah. What? <laughs> Are you kidding? It was by accident. <laughs> we, oh, my God. That got in there? Sure. Oh, Jesus. Well, <laughs> let's get the hallmarks going now. Uh, that wasn't us. 
<laughs> that had never happened. It was like two other guys. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> but she got me on the counter. It wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa. It wasn't me. I even had her in the shower. It wasn't me. She even got me on camera. It wasn't me. She saw the marks on my shoulder. It wasn't me. Heard the words that I told her. It wasn't me. Heard the screams getting louder. It wasn't me. She stayed until it was over. Yeah, but one me. So, no, actually, um, I think it was OU812. Actually, he's been quiet a yeah. lot. I think it was him. He has been quiet a lot. He's been in the editing room. Yeah. <laughs> like a but, robot assassin droid bastard. But in all in all seriousness, uh, that that debate we had was real. It was a true debate we had. That never happened. And we, and we were really saying we should never air this. That never happened. And when I listened back to it, I was like, yeah. well, we didn't really say anything bad. No. We just said things that we probably... Based our opinion. We, I mean, we weren't saying anything bad about either person either. No. We no. just said who we thought would be more popular. Yeah, it's... So... Yeah. And who would win in a fight? So I contacted... <laughs> so I con- match. So, oh, <laughs> so I contacted you and said, yeah. Hey, I was thinking about going ahead and putting that in there. What do you think? No. <laughs> I said no. And Chuck said no. What the I, hell? No. And I said, well, I'm the guy in charge. So... <laughs> After a lot of crying, I, I reluctantly gave in. So, uh, but it was funny. It's like jail sex. After a lot yeah. of crying, I reluctantly gave in. Yeah, but it, it was funny. It was. It was. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it made I mean, for entertaining. Uh, right. Bit there. Hopefully, Robert will agree to be on the show again in the future. I know. Or Val. He's both of them are ignoring my calls. <laughs> so, uh, so Chewy left us another voicemail. Chewy, he's like the nuts on top of my hot fudge sundae. Wow. Gentlemen, not Chewy. What's going on, this JD? You know what? I'd really like to go to the Super Show next year. Uh, next year. I mean, <clears throat> I know they haven't said the date yet for it, but I'm going to try to go. Um, in the email, um, you guys mentioned that they usually try to set the thing up so it doesn't compete with all the other competitions or the uh, conventions. So I think somebody said maybe April. So. I'm going to try to go. I won't make any guarantees because I can't do a lot of travel, but I will most feel any time off work, but I'm damn sure going to try. So if it is in April, that would be convenient. So but I want to sit in with the rock commentary, damn it. I watched that the other day. Again, fucking hilarious. Oh, some of the dialogue is just so atrocious and bad. Although I did like when Ripcord... Uh, Touched Heavy Duty's head and said, Ooh, lifelike hair and a kung fu grip. Fantastic. But, anyways, fuckers. Um, I'm amused by the fact that you guys like me to call you guys fuckers. So, I will... I listened to the 52 commentary and heard your uh, your talk with uh, uh, the dude. I can't remember. Yeah, I listened to that, and it reminded me why I really need to fucking get back to my comic shop and pick up the subscriptions for those that I've put in place. But, hey, today's payday. Maybe tomorrow's a good day. So, I'll talk to you all later. See ya. Bye. You so tricked me. That wasn't... <laughs> that wasn't Chewy. That wasn't Chewy. It was not Chewy. <laughs> oh, my mistake. <laughs> that was our buddy JD. That was JD. Yeah. yeah. Always hilarious to hear from JD. Love it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm really hoping he can make it to Super Show. Cause... That'd be awesome. You make it there, dude. I'll buy you a beer. Oh yeah. It. I mean, and the thing is, it's it's going to be awesome if we can pull off this commentary. I really want to do it. Oh yeah. So it it would be really cool if we can get a room full of, of guys to just do the rock the ROC Rise of Cobra Rise movie. of Cobra movie. 
And then we're going to do Backdoor Bonanza 6. <laughs> no, not commentary. <laughs> no. Well, when you leave, the rest of us... Okay, when I leave, that's... We're going to order pizza and get Backdoor you, Bonanza 6 or whatever. You can do Backdoor all you want. I don't really care once I leave the room. <laughs> whatever. Anyways, um, yeah, so I really hope you can make it. Yeah, everybody. There's, there's a lot of buzz on the forums about Super Show. Everybody's really juiced and excited yep. about it, so... So... Hey, everybody's welcome. We'll... Dish out our hotel room and accommodations. And right. Passcode key. We'll leave it at the desk for everybody. As <laughs> soon as we know. Just come on in. <laughs> we don't really care. It's going to be like, you know what? There's hookers around the bed. There's blow over there. And I mean, just come on in. That's Chuck's room. <laughs> yeah. A party in my room. No. So, yeah, JD, if you can make it, it'll be fantastic. Fan damn tastic. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I can't believe the... I mean, we had a pretty good group of people we met last year. Yeah. Or yeah. this year. Oh, and the the guy you're talking about on the show, that's Robert Atkins. Yeah. <laughs> the dude. The dude, the guy. <laughs> yeah, that's Robert Atkins. Uh, he draws G.I. Joe. I also like the fact that he's starting to think about picking up uh, a few more books. Yeah, there. hey, I'm all about supporting your local comic yeah. shop, but, dude, DCBS offers so much of a discount, it's ridiculous. Right. But, if you're just going to get a couple titles, just go there and get them. Yeah, because the the price shipping. of shipping is yeah. like six twenty five, and if you're going to get more than say seven or eight, ten books. Yeah, eight, if you're gonna get, if you're going to get at least ten books, then do DCBS. Yeah, but if not, I mean, you can go there to support the local comic shop. Right. That's great. Jump in. And I mean, you know, get get a tow wet. Get get like five or six books. Get to the oh, guys yeah. you like. If you like Superman, get Superman. If you like right. You know. Well, the other thing I was going to say Static is... Static shock. I, I know he's... You're been, out of your mind. <laughs> right. Um, don't get that book. It don't get Don't get that or Hawk and Dove. If you like OMAC, put it down. Ooh. Ooh. You just pissed off Mike. No, I didn't. OMAC's good. Nah, it's... It's, it's just right. not what I want to read. It's all right. Yeah. It's good storytelling. Sure. And it's good art. <clears throat> it's just not a character I really care about. I know. Mike loves it. So but it's, it's like still... No, but so it. it's still good, but... Yeah, like, like I guess it's, I just like give Mike static, a hard time about Yeah, Static Shock... Number, That's really not good. Static Shock number one, at least, wasn't was good. bad storytelling and, to me, wasn't the best art. Even though I like Scott You know McDaniel. what wasn't the best art, and we talked about it, was that Frankenstein book, Agent of Shit. Yeah, it's that sketchy. Was, was but you know what? When you look at that, look at Star Wars Invasion, which you've been liking. That's that sketchy art, too. But not like that. Oh, yeah, it is. Compare the two. Ah, dude. Take I'm, a look. I'm going to. I'm going to... I almost... Be willing to bet it could possibly even be the same artist. Oh my god! <laughs> throw up in my mouth. I'll take a look because you've been saying you like that book. Yeah, Invasion. but I, I don't like that Frankenstein Agent of Shade. Okay, well we'll, we'll take a look. Let's at compare. It. We'll compare all next right. next episode. Next okay. episode when we cover issues because we'll have an invasion. Okay, all right. Of, of the issue invasion, we won't have an invasion like zombies or anything like that. Who knows? It's Halloween, <laughs> right? Who knows what can happen? Hey. Email us and let us know if you got candy. Right. <laughs> um, we're coming to your house, baby. But what I was going to say with JD's voicemail was, it's always, I know he's said he's been, it's been kind of rough for him lately. Yeah. Any day you get to read a comic or go pick up a comic, that's a good day. That's a good day. Yeah, it's a good day. And so. he said payday, so that's good, too. That's always good. That's so. a plus. All right, so now uh, we actually do have a Chewy voicemail. Chewy. Don't <laughs> fuck with me again. <laughs> I'm not. Here we go. Because a day with Chewy... Is a day like with a cherry oh, on top God. of my hot fudge Sunday. Shut up. Dickheads, it is chewy. Uh, you know what? I really don't have a whole lot to say other than I'm coming back from the strip club. And uh, you know what? That seems, it, 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 On the way home from the strip club seems to be the time when I call the Star Joes. So, um, you know, like I said, I don't got a whole lot to say, but I just wanted to check in. You guys, 
You guys are doing awesome. I love you guys, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Man, a few words. I love you too, Chewy. Um, we definitely got to hang with him because every time he goes out, he goes to the strip club. Well, here's here's the disturbing thing, though. He calls a lot. He, well, no, so no, he goes to strip clubs a lot. That's not well. That's <laughs> not the disturbing part. Okay. <laughs> the disturbing part is he's leaving the strip club. Mm-hmm. He's hot and bothered. Calling us, and he calls us. Nice. <laughs> the first thing he thinks of, yeah, I'm hot. And bothered, let me call the guys. It's, it's like it's like you could hear the hard on through the phone. Right. I'm a little dis- I'm a little disturbed by yeah. that. If you listen if you listen softly, he might be rubbing one out. Wow. I'm just saying. Alright, so uh, I'm just saying. Alright, so J D left us another voicemail. Wow. So all I was right. alternating them. It's back to back to right. back. So so here we go from J D. Hey fuckers. It's J D. I am fifteen minutes away from watching The Walking Dead season two premiere. And I was wondering if you guys are into the show or not, because I don't recall if you guys have ever mentioned it or not, but I think you guys should talk about it if you watch it. So, all right, uh, we'll talk to you all later. Bye. All right. Again, man, a few words. Man, a few words. <laughs> but uh, they're good words. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know if we've mentioned it before or not. I know I've mentioned the comic before. You've collect I think. the comic. I collect the comic. Okay. I actually have the hardbounds, uh, where it's like 12 issues per per uh, issue, and I, I, they look very nice on my shelf. They look good. Uh, I've been reading them. One through seven. Yep. I've been reading them. Yep. Uh, it's an awesome comic book. Just absolutely amazing. The TV show, amazing. I like the show. So, you haven't been watching it, though. I haven't been watching it. You saw the first one. I, the, well, very first, the very first, first, a long time ago, yeah. Of the season, yeah. Of yeah. the first season. Yeah. So, they did six episodes in the first season. Mm-hmm. I have them on DVD. Actually, I'm, I think I might have them on Blu-ray, so that might not do you any good. But <laughs> They've already put it out? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, wow. they're on second season right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. They did the smart thing. They released it before the second season started. Wow. Unlike, Unlike Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah. 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 So, Bitches. <laughs> so, second season, from what I understand, is supposed to be like 13 episodes. So, oh, okay. it'll be twice as much. All right, cool. Uh, more than twice as much. But, yeah, I love the show. And the thing I love about the show and the comic... Both are following their own path, kind of. They kind of still hit some of the same big points here and there. Just uh, how they get there. Different. different some, yeah. Sometimes it's like different characters. Like there's different characters that are not in the comic that are in the show. Okay. And vice versa. And some things that happen to the characters in the comic. So you really need to watch both if you want the. Well, if you like the show, you could still read the comic and, and not still be spoiled. not be spoiled. You can okay, still be that's surprised. Good. That's good. And vice versa again. Sure, yeah. So a lot of people like it. A lot of people are into it. I mean, because I will say, if you're in the comic, check out the show because there's a character in the comic. Not saying who. There's a character in the comic that has an early demise who's still on the show. Ooh. He does not suffer a early demise. There you go. Um, that's so, spooky on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's really, it is really it's just, good. It's um, really well done. I liked what I saw. It's just, uh, as far as overall monster motif, I mean, zombies aren't my biggest draw. I mean, I like vampires. I like, I like, I like zombies. They're probably in my top five. Of monsters. Maybe. And the reason I like them is because you can't reason with them. They're yeah. unstoppable force. See, and I like Night of the Living Dead. That yeah, was a good movie. That's awesome. The, the old classic. The thing that's really intimidating about yeah. zombies is not only are they unstoppable and, and you know you can't reason with them. I mean, they're stoppable, but yeah, like, there's so many of them that they're kind of unstoppable. I like a wave, yeah. Right. Is every time they take out one of our numbers, it becomes one of their numbers. Exactly. So, so I kind of like that idea behind it, but I would never want to live in a zombie apocalypse no. for that exact reason. Right. 
I could live in a world with vampires and werewolves and stuff like that. I can't live in a world with zombies. Yeah, I'm, I'm freaking out. <laughs> like, I would say so, vampires are obviously my number one. Werewolves are my number one. Uh, num- okay, yeah. Yeah, I love werewolves. Yeah. So, not too many good werewolf movies out there, though. Uh, I like werewolf. Wolf, American Werewolf in London. <laughs> that's a great that's one. That's a good one. But that's kind of a dark comedy. Yeah. It's still a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. still really good. Um, I love... Uh, Fright Night or the had, Howling, I should say. Howling. Is, is, Fright Night had a werewolf. Mm, it's more vampire though, but yeah. I got you. Yeah, I wasn't big on Fright Night anyway, so it's okay. I like it. I like the original. They released it again, yeah. redid it. Underworld, I loved. The, oh yeah, the that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. So especially if you saw the third one that they went went direct to DVD, it was called Rise of the Lichens. Lichens are werewolves. Yeah. So would you classify Jason Voorhees as a, a zombie? <sighs> I guess, but he doesn't do the typical zombie thing of like uh, yeah, eating brains, people. Yeah. yeah, he just comes back and, and kills. he doesn't multiply. Yeah, so so maybe not so much. Maybe it's just a demonic spirit or something. Yeah, in a way, yeah, like Hellraiser. Yeah, kind of thing. he's definitely an undead creature. That's what I like. The, yeah, like the the I don't know how you classify it. Like um, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers. Slashers. Yeah, slash slasher characters. Uh, yeah, I, would, I would go with those yeah. as my second favorite. Okay, next to vampires, uh, I'd probably put vampires my second favorite to werewolves. Maybe uh, zombies might be third or fourth somewhere. I around like there. mummies too. Mummies are cool. I'm not big on mummies. Mummies are a weak character to me. They you know, they come back. It's almost like, like a zombie. Yeah. I'm kind of like yeah, so, but they don't but not as cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I just unwrap you. You're done. Yeah. Uh, Light you on fire. Boom, bandages. Gone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're all dried out. You're going to go up like kindling. Right. So, uh, speaking of of monsters and spooks and specters and all that fun stuff, let's talk some Ghostbusters. Let's get into it. All right. So Finally. Jesus. The Ghostbusters are here, Mr. Mayor. The Ghostbusters. Okay, the Ghostbusters. (laughs) the Ghostbusters. Got a lot of information here. Word. Okay. So, Ghostbusters is a 1984 American science fiction comedy film. It was yes. directed by Ivan Reitman. Ivan Reitman, yes. It was written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, yes. who are both in the movie. It's uh, Spangler and uh, Ray. Yes. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> uh, it stars out Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Sigourney Weaver, Harold Ramis, and Rick Moranis. And Winston Zedmore. Zedmore. Yeah. Which was... Winston. <laughs> okay, we'll just go with Winston. <laughs> right. Winston was Winston, right? Uh, so it's basically... I mean, am I right? No. <laughs> we'll, we'll just keep going. You you had me string it for a little while. Am on, I right? On uh, the Dan Brown book Carl there. Carl Perkins. <laughs> no. <laughs> Carl Weathers? No. <laughs> no, no. Don't step on my blue suede shoes. Carl Perkins. No. 
He's a white guy. Okay. <laughs> it made it so, clear. So anyways, we got uh, three eccentric parapsychologists in New York City. They start a ghost-catching business. If you haven't seen the movie, you need to go watch it After now. After they got kicked out of school. You need to go watch it now. Oh my god, if you haven't seen this movie. Yeah. Uh, you're like under a rock or you're 12. This, I will tell you, Ghostbusters for me is my favorite comedy. Bar none. Wow. That's high praise. I'm going out there and saying that. Wow, it's it's definitely up there. And what and some of the information I'm going to provide you here definitely top definitely will, top ten maybe even yeah, top five will let you know that I am not alone in my statement. I I agree, but there's so here we go. Uh, very, here, very here's movie. some information about the movie when it was released. Uh, it was released on June 8th of 1984. I was there. Yep, I not, saw, not at the release. I was alive. At June. I I actually saw this in the movie theater. I did not. I was nine years old. Nice. So. I did go see it. Nice. I remember it vividly. It did not scare me. I thought it was fun. So, uh, the film made in U.S. dollars two hundred thirty-eight million six hundred thirty-two thousand one hundred twenty-four dollars and five cents. Right. And that, and that was, was popcorn. Sense. And that was just in the United States alone. Well, yeah, because it went worldwide. Right. Sure. Uh, the equivalent at two thousand ten prices, as far as movies goes, would be five hundred thirty-eight million two hundred sixty thousand. That's a lot of shekels. Wow. That's Titanic numbers. Um, it had a $32 million budget. Wow, made some money, huh? So it made over $200 million, <laughs> more than what it cost them to make. Put some uh, money in some pockets there, huh? Right. The ranking, because of the 2010 prices, you know, counting for inflation, sure. places Ghostbusters as the 32nd biggest grossing in U.S. box office history. Wow. Top 32? Top 32. I mean, out of... All movies ever made. It's number 32. And this is Star Joe's episode 52. Right. 52. <laughs> we should have done this at 32. <laughs> Damn it, we split. So, uh... Fucking Halloween. <laughs> the, the film was followed by a sequel, Ghostbusters 2. Not as good as the first. In 1989. But it was okay. And two animated television series, The Real Ghostbusters, later renamed Slimer and The Real Ghostbusters, uh-huh, uh-huh. and Extreme Ghostbusters. I didn't remember Extreme Ghostbusters until no. I started reading about it, and I was okay. like, oh my god, I do remember that. So, we'll get into that in a minute. Sure. The American Film Institute, AFI, AFI. so they're very official, Sure. ranked Ghostbusters 28th in its 100 Years of 100 Laughs film category. Oh, okay. And it was it didn't make the top 100 list of all-time movies, according to them, but it was nominated to be in there. So Nice. Very good. Uh, the concept was inspired... This is some funny stuff here. The concept was inspired by uh, Aykroyd's own fascination with the paranormal. I don't know if you know this, but he's kind of out there when it comes to this stuff. Oh, yeah, Dan Aykroyd, yeah. And uh, it was conceived as a vehicle for himself and friend John Belushi. Uh, the original story was written by Aykroyd and was very different from what eventually was filmed. Hmm. In the initial version, a group of ghost, ghost mashers... Ghost mashers. Or ghost ma- smashers... Uh, traveled through time, space, and other dimensions, combating huge ghosts, of which Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was one of many. Nice. Uh, That'd be cool if they were like Bill and Ted and traveling through time, busting ghosts. Yeah, I don't think I would have liked that. I like the way it is. I mean, don't get me wrong, but... Um, And I'll get to kind of why things change in a moment, but also the Ghostbusters wore, in the original version, wore SWAT-like outfits and used wands instead of proton packs to fight the ghosts. Yeah. Uh, the Ghostbusters storyboard show them wearing Riot Squad type helmets with movable transparent visors. Uh, I like the helmetless look. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Ackroyd pitched his story to director and producer Ivan Reitman, 
who liked the basic idea but immediately saw the budgetary problems sure. and impossibilities with, with the how much going to cost like 50 bucks well, to get rid of that here's <laughs> the reason why I'm glad the movie came out when it did if it came out now if they went to go make it now all CGI they would not have had to make these changes they would have done the time space thing and, yeah, and sure. I, I think it probably would have sucked yeah, it wouldn't have been as good. So, yeah, because I, I know what I like now. Right. I actually think sometimes movies benefit from being limited. Like, on their budget and everything. Yeah. Like, if you only have this to work with... Make do. You make do. Yeah. And sometimes it causes you to get more creative and more imaginative. Sure. I mean, sure. look at Star Wars. It was, I think it was $10 million they yeah. had to work with. Yeah. They made models. Right. It looked really good, yeah. So... Uh, at Reitman's uh, suggestion, the story was uh, given... Uh, major overhaul, eventually evolving into the final screenplay, which Aykroyd and Ramis hammered out over the course of three weeks in Martha's Vineyard Bomb Shelter. Nice. In May through June of 1982. That just means they were drunk. Yeah, basically. Uh, Aykroyd and Ramis initially wrote the script with roles written especially for Belushi, Jim Belushi. Yeah. Uh, or I'm sorry, John Belushi. John Belushi. Not Jim. Jim's still around. I like Jim. <laughs> I like Jim too. He did that show, um, Life According to Jim. Yep. It's a very good show. Not called Life According to Jim. Just According What's, to according Jim. According to Jim. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Really good show. I like that. Um, they also had parts for Eddie Murphy and John Candy. Nice candy. So, uh, you, you might think nice candy until you hear what role he was going to play. <laughs> no. But Belushi died during the writing of the screenplay and neither Murphy nor Candy would commit to the movie. So, uh-huh. Ackroyd and Ramis made some uh, changes and polished a basic, just a basic science fiction oriented screenplay for their first draft. Okay. Because they didn't know who was going to play the part. Lewis Tully was originally conceived as a conservative businessman, not the geek that we know him as, and that was going to be played by John Candy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't have been good. Well, eh. I mean, it could have been, but... They, yeah, because he's not going to be the, you know... Yeah, he's not going to be a straight Lewis shooter. Know, type, yeah. yeah. But he was supposed to play this like conservative businessman, so that means that John Candy couldn't have been as comedic as we would normally like him to be. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, it may have been good. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's, he delivers good performances, so... Yeah, but with Candy unable to commit to the role, it was taken by Rick Moranis, who portrayed Lewis as a geek. I like that. So that was good. Gozer was originally going to appear in the form of uh, Evo Shandor. If you remember, that's who like built the tower the the hotel oh yeah the hotel yeah and everything yeah, yeah, else yeah, yeah. that was the the guy who cr- created it yeah, and everything yeah, else yeah. so they were going to actually have him come back and who was going to play him that could have been good I mean because they used the well take want to take a wild guess on who was going to play him <laughs> wow Eddie Murphy no, no think think uh, child TV show Danny Badaducci no who uh, was found whacking off in a theater Pee Wee Herman yeah Paul Rubens was oh, going to no. play Gozer or not Gozer but Evo Shandor nah yeah <laughs> I like the naked lady better uh, but the role was played by Yugoslav model uh, Slavica Jovan yeah naked lady yeah <laughs> Harold Ramis had no intention of acting in any role as he planned to only help Ackroyd with the screenplay but the crew struggled to cast the role of Egon Spangler even after renowned actors such as Chevy Chase, Ooh. Michael Keaton, yeah, okay, Christopher Walken, that'd have been great. John Lithgow, Christopher Walken would have been great. <laughs> John Lithgow would have been good too. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, awesome, and Jeff Goldblum were considered. Goldblum, especially from seeing him in Jurassic Park, he can play that scientific type. Yeah, that would have been good. I could see yeah, that. Yeah, I could see it with him, especially. But Christopher Walken would have been oh, phenomenal. Sure. <laughs> sure. Like, I collect spores, molds, and fungus. That would have been <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, Winston Zedmore 
was written with Eddie Murphy in mind. That'd have been great. Uh, but Murphy had to decline the role as he was filming. Do you know what he was filming at the time? Delirious. No. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Good move on his part. Oh, sure. At the same time, if Murphy had been cast, Zedmore would have been hired much earlier in the film. And would have accompanied the trio on their hunt to the Slimer Hotel. Oh, cool. That would have been so, nice. Yeah. Um, and he would have been slimed instead of Peter Venkman. Awesome. So, uh, you want to take a wild guess on who Winston Zedmore is now before I say who That's it is? That's Winston. No. <laughs> Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How did I forget that? That's, that's pathetic, man. Pathetic. All right, whatever. So when Ernie <laughs> when Ernie Hudson took over, it was decided that he was he in McHale's Navy. The, no, all right, never mind. <laughs> that he would be brought in later to indicate how the Ghostbusters were struggling to keep up with all the all Calls, the work yeah. that they got. So that worked out good. Yeah, uh, it was the original movie was released in one thousand three hundred thirty nine theaters, and it grossed thirteen point six million on its opening weekend. Nice, and twenty three million in its first week, which was a studio record at the time. Nice. Now I did see. I can't remember off the top of my head because, like I said, we were we were younger when it came out, nine, ten years old. Right. I saw one of them at a drive-in movie. I don't remember if it was one or two. Because okay. going to a drive-in movie when you're that you're like, sure. you tend to fall asleep. Yeah. So. I, I don't remember if it was one or two, so I can't say for certain definitely that you did or didn't that I did see. or did not see it. Right. But I did see one of them. Yeah, I have when vi- it came out. It I might have, have been two. Though. Yeah, I have vivid memories of seeing. I saw both in the theater, but I have vivid memories of seeing one in the theater. Oh, I've seen it countless times. I mean, I own the DVD. Oh yeah, I do too. Two, but yeah. I've seen them countless times on TV and HBO. Yeah. And this is one of those movies. Again, it's my favorite comedy. So every time I see it on TV, I'm like, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> right, and it's like one of those things too. Even on Star Wars, I can watch it because there's really no language in Star Wars. Right, but with Ghostbusters, you kind of need the language. Yeah. It's, there's not a good. lot, though. There's not a lot, but there's a couple scenes. In key places, too, yeah. which is what makes it perfect. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, the film was number one at the box office for five consecutive weeks. Nice. Grossing $99.8 yeah, million. Sure. Yeah. Summer uh, box office hit. Yeah. After seven weeks at number one, it was finally knocked to second place by, you want to guess? Romancing the Stone. No. No. <laughs> Prince's Purple Rain. Oh, yeah. 84. Prince's Purple <laughs> yeah. And it, that was a good movie too. Yeah, and it had by the time it was knocked out of number one, it had grossed one hundred forty-two point six million dollars, second only to Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Wow! Yeah, right up there with the big boys. That was uh, that was the year's top money maker was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. So. Same Ghostbusters in Purple Rain. Right. However, <laughs> <laughs> however, Ghostbusters re- regained top spot the next week after Purple Rain. So the second week, people said that it's Purple Rain. Uh, yeah, let's go see Ghostbusters again. Prince is out of his mind. <laughs> let's go see Ghostbusters again. What the fuck was that movie about? Purple Rain. <laughs> and then the next six weeks later. Oh, okay. so yeah. for a long time, longevity. People got the word out. Yeah, yeah. It went on to gross two hundred twenty nine point two million at the box office, making it the second highest grossing film of nineteen eighty four, behind only Beverly Hills Cop. Nice move on Murphy's part. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that was a good movie, too. Now, oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. No, that was good, too. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that might be my favorite Eddie Murphy movie. Coming to America is really good, too. Coming to America is hilarious. And yes. when you inserted that last episode... Yeah. Genius. <laughs> that was genius. Um, at the time, these figures put it within the top ten highest grossing films of all time. Okay. Uh, well, since then there's been other right. movies. A re-release yeah. in 1985 gave the film a total gross of 238.6 million, surpassing Beverly Hills Cop and making Ghostbusters the most successful comedy of the 1980s. Wow, my wow. number, my number one, 
can the number Back one to the Future came out too in 1985. Oh yeah, I've got so, some Back to the Future tie-ins here. I mean, that's that's some. Oh yeah, good good company. We're gonna be yeah. getting there. All right, hey, <laughs> drop the knowledge. I told you, bomb. I, got, I told you, I got a lot of real interesting you, things you that I found out. You dropped the knowledge about. bomb on me. That's right. It currently holds a 93% approval rating on reviews, uh, a review aggregate on website Rotten Tomatoes, which well, is who, beta. Who the fuck don't like Ghostbusters? I don't know. Get out of my, get out of my country. Film critic Roger Ebert gave the film three and a half stars out of four and wrote, This movie is an exception to the general rule that big special effects can wreck a comedy. Rarely has a movie this expensive provided so many quotable lines. Yeah. And we'll be getting into quotes later. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So... Uh, a problem arose during the film when it was discovered that a television show had been produced in 1975, the year I was born, word, <laughs> by Filmation yes. for CBS. It was called yeah. The Ghostbuster. The Ghostbuster. And st- it starred Larry Storch and Forrest Tucker. I don't even know who the hell those guys are. They're dead. They're not, they're not the Ghostbuster guys. They're dead, they're dead to me. <laughs> Columbia Pictures prepared a list of alternative names just in case the rights could be secured. But during the filming of the crowd for the final battle scene, the actors were all chanting Ghostbusters. They were like, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Nice. Which inspired the producers to insist that the studio buy the rights to the name. Okay. So, if we could have been calling it something else. Ghost Smashers, Ghost Smashers. (laughs) That would have sucked. Uh, Well, how would you have known it could have been, that's all you would have known. Right. Yeah, that's true. In autumn, 1984, Huey Lewis sued Ray Parker Jr. Nice. For plagiarism claiming that Parker copied the melody from his 1983 song, I Want a New Drug. I kind of don't really hear it, but... If Huey Lewis said it, it's gospel. That's (laughs) all I gotta say. Lewis had been approached to compose the main theme song for the movie, but he declined due to his work on the soundtrack for... Footloose. You just said it a little bit ago. Oh. And I said uh, I had to tie into it. Oh, Back to the Future. Yeah. All right. He did the soundtrack. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I, I I I had the LP. Oh, fuck. What soundtrack didn't you have? I also had the LP to Ghostbusters. Oh, my God. I'm talking about the big, the, yeah, the big, big LP, albums. Yeah. yeah, the big albums. I had those. Those are pressed vinyl, kids. Right. <laughs> I had those. Wow. Oh, I loved soundtracks back in the day. I can imagine. <laughs> Your extensive soundtrack collection will make any gay man jealous. <laughs> wow. What? It's not show tunes. Soundtracks to movies. It's cool movies. Damn nigh close to... It's, go ahead. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> the two music- In your world. <laughs> the two musicians... Well... The listeners have agreed with me oh, on soundtracks. Well, man. apparently Chewie gets lap dances to soundtracks, right. which is awesome. Sure. Anytime you get lap dances, that's great. But We've had enough listeners comment that the soundtracks are awesome. All I'm saying is, if you got a chance to get Huey Lewis to sing your song, right. or Ray Parker Jr. Oh, I'm going Huey Lewis. Oh, no, no doubt. Right. Ten times But he turned him down. There you go, he's busy. So you got Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> Bring in Plan B. Right. Awesome. Eventually, in the end, good song. Yeah, awesome. I'm not song. saying it's a bad song. Yeah, it's a great song. Good song. Uh, the two like, mus- journey must have been busy. <laughs> the two musicians. Hollow notes must have declined. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the two musicians settled out of court. It was reported in 2001 that For Lewis al- that Lewis allegedly breached an agreement, not to mention the original suit, doing so on VH1's Behind the Music. 
Ooh. He screwed up. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, Ghostbusters 2. Yes. Is a 1989 sequel. Mm-hmm. It Usually was, the sequels don't do as well as the original. It was directed by Ivan Reitman. There are a few exceptions to yeah. that rule. Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. <laughs> Terminator 2. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> After the success of the first film and the animated series, The Real Ghostbusters, yes. Columbia Pictures pressured the producers to make a sequel. Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, and Ivan Reitman were uncomfortable with this, as the original film was intended to be conclusive, and they wished to work on other projects, but they later agreed. Money talks. They backed up the Brinks truck, baby. They backed up the Brinks truck. That's right. The sequel had what was, at the time, the biggest three-day opening weekend gross in history. There you go. A record that was broken one week later by... What year was it again? Comic books. What year was it again? This would have been 1989. Batman. Yes. Batman. I saw that at the theater. I did too. I, I, <laughs> I saw opened, both these movies openly the wept like a child. Yes. Oh my god, Batman's on the screen. Despite the record-breaking opening, Ghostbusters 2 has received mixed reviews from critics. It's okay. I like it. It's okay. I, I you know, you get that comedy team together, I'm going to watch the movie. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I'm judging it based on the first one which yeah. was gold. Sure. This is silver. Sure. It's good. I like it. Uh, I have both of them. I do, too. I watch both of them. I, have, I watch I the too. first one a lot more. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, based on 35 reviews, the film holds a 51% rating with Rotten Tomatoes. So. Okay. Um, it was actually June 16th when it was released in 1989, and the budget for the second movie was $37 million, so about $5 million more than the first one. Uh, oh, and Inflation. The overall gross of the movie was $112,494,738. Now, back in the day, you guys might not remember, but if you're listening and you remember this stuff, this was a big fad phenomenon. Oh, yeah. There were Ghostbusters Huge. t-shirts, lunchboxes, soundtracks. Bags, <laughs> soundtracks, apparently. <laughs> if you live in Greenwich Village, there's soundtracks. Um, Everything. Yeah, lunchboxes, t-shirts, jackets. The phenomena has not stopped. Phenomena. Uh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> phenomena. 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 <laughs> so, anyways. All kinds of stuff. Stickers, yeah. coloring books, everything you could think of Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. It was, it deserved it. Remember they had their own Kool-Aid, like oh, yeah. Ecto-Cooler 1. Ecto-Cooler with Slimer on Slimer, it. Slimer, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was everywhere. This summer, coming to a supermarket near you. There's going to be a great new high-sea flavor with an outrageous fruit taste. And what are we going to call it? Ecto-Cooler. High-sea Ecto-Cooler. Slimer's new fruit drink. You've been warned. Cereal. Cartoon cereal. Yeah. There's a new cereal in the neighborhood. Marshmallow goes fruit-flavored Ghostbusters! With milk and juice and toast. A nutritious breakfast with the ghosts. It was all It was huge, guys. It was huge. Speaking of cartoons. Let's get into it. Let's get into the cartoons. The real Ghostbusters. Yes. Uh, based on the 1984 movie, obviously. The series ran from 1986 to 1991. Yeah. Five years. I didn't think it went that long. I didn't either. It was produced by Columbia Pictures Television, DIC Enter- Enterprises. Ah, uh, the dick. 
and Coca-Cola Telecommunications. I love me some Coke. The real... <laughs> love me some blue. The quote-unquote the real yeah. was added to the title after a dispute with Filmation uh, and its Ghostbusters properties. Yeah. Which their Ghostbusters was Ghost Space Busters. Right. Uh, there also were two ongoing real Ghostbusters comics. One published monthly by Now Comics in USA. I don't think they're around anymore. I doubt it. And the other published weekly, originally bi-weekly, by Marvel Comics. There you go. In the United Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> see, Marvel rocked everything back in the day, dude. Oh, they did. Marvel rocked everything. Yep. Now it's DC. <laughs> I can't lie, man. I'm and and a, a popular toy line manufactured by Kenner... Kenner did everything, Kenner too. did everything back in the day. So. Uh, the toy line lasted longer than the television series. Uh, wow, yeah. So, um, yeah, Kenner just did everything. In that. I remember I them doing what happened. A, yeah, well, they, I think they sold or went out of business. Yeah. Because they had a huge... They had this. Yep. They had all those other, you know, one-off movie properties. They had big in Star Wars, yep. Kenner was. Starting lineup, Kenner did that. Yep. And it all got bought by Hasbro. Yep. Which is fine. Hasbro's, fine, Hasbro's right, doing a good job of it. But yeah, they did that. I remember those figures. Yeah. I never had any. I never personally. did either, no. As much as did. I love the movie, and I love the cartoon, too. The cartoon was awesome. It also. was good, yeah. And But the cartoon, um, nowadays, you can find the cartoon animated figures at Toys R Us. Yeah. They're Migos. Right. I don't want those. Yeah, they're kind of dollish. I'd like to get that. I, I think they're on <laughs> And the, they did all four Ghostbusters, and there's a special pack there now, which you need. Yeah. So you get all four Ghostbusters... Plus and Janine. Janine, yeah. If you're into Migos, right. um, that's your thing. I mean, that's cool, but not, not so much for me. Yeah, but but I know some people love that stuff. So sure, I mean, yeah. that, that's great. Um, I think some of the cartoons are on DVD. I'd have to double check. I didn't check that before the episode. I'm not sure. On but I don't remember seeing. I would them. like to get the cartoon on DVD. Sure, um, because there. I don't think the filmation one's ever been released on DVD. There, well, that one should never be released. <laughs> <laughs> that, now this one, guys. This that one. one has a monkey in it. Yeah. Talks. The <laughs> car gorilla, talks. Yeah. yeah, monkey gorilla. What? Do you I mean? don't think the gorilla talks. I think it was just. The, I think the gorilla just did his. <laughs> yeah. That. All right. Well, but the, the car, car talked. Talks. It had a ghost in the front. Yeah, and it was like a an old jalopy twenties yeah. car yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. and the the phone talked. It was a skull with a little yeah. ringy. Yeah, it would and jump. it kind of looked like chitty chitty bang bang. Kind yeah, of car. it did. Yeah. yeah, and like the whole the house they worked out of was like a haunted house. Haunted house. Yeah, it was. It was bad. Weird. Bad. I watched it, but it I was mean, bad. As much as I love filmation, that was not the, one of their hits. And <laughs> well, and the Ghostbusters cartoon we're talking about there was not related to the movie. No, not at all. This was the filmation where there was the butting of heads with the movie the and movie, everything yeah. else. So the real Ghostbusters was the cartoon based, based on, on the movie, movie yeah. and that's the one we're kind of talking about that here. Turned into Slimer in the real Ghostbusters. Slimer in the real Ghostbusters, said, yeah. which and that's the one that lasted for five years. It uh, started actually specific date September thirteenth of nineteen eighty six and it ended October twenty second of nineteen ninety one. You think they could have went like two more weeks to get Halloween, Halloween in yeah. there for one last one or something? But and it was on ABC. Okay, big time network. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'd like to get them on DVD because there, when I was reading through this, there were certain episodes that I read about remember. that I was like, well, not so much even remembering, but certain ones where I was like, wow, that I don't remember that episode, but oh, that'd that be cool good, to yeah. see. Yeah. Sure, yeah. So, um, I'm sure there's episodes of uh, you know old cartoons that we may have not known yeah. about or not seen. So here's some info on the cartoon. Uh, a short pilot episode was produced but never aired in full. Wow. The full four-minute promo was released on Time Life's DVD set. Get in, out of here. In 2008. I do not own that. <laughs> no, I don't either. Uh, scenes of the pilot can be seen in TV promos that aired prior to the beginning of the series. 
Among differences seen in the promo pilot, the Ghostbusters wore the beige jumpsuits they had worn in the film instead of the color-coded jumpsuits that they wear in the finished series. Okay. Uh, the character design for Peter Venkman bore more of a resemblance to the actor Bill Murray than the character design seen in the finished series. Well, that would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, when he auditioned for the voice of Egon Spengler, Maurice LaMarche, is who did the voice of Egon Spengler, noted that while he was asked not to impersonate Harold Ramis, he did so anyways and eventually got the part. Nice. <laughs> so sometimes it does good to go against the grain. Yeah. Not um, that often, though. <laughs> Ernie Hudson was the only actor from the films who auditioned to play his character in the series. He needed the money. However, <laughs> oh, <shut laughs> the role was given to a very well-known actor. Hmm. We were talking about coming to America. Eddie Murphy. Arsenio Hall. Hall. Yes. Get out of here, really? Yes. I did not know that. Was that was another surprise I did not know. Wow. Yeah. He played... I guess he needed the he, money even more. He played Winston. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did have a talk show coming up. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was another one where I was like, wow, I didn't know that. That was cool. Arsenio fucking Hall. At the same time the real Ghostbusters was, be, was being created, Filmation was making a cartoon known simply as Ghostbusters. Yeah. Which was a revamp of Filmation's 1970 series, The Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters, yeah. Although the Ghostbusters concept was tinkered with, the finalized show does feature many tie-ins from the film. So going back to the real Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man made numerous appearances. During the third season, Walter Peck, ah. the Environmental Protection Agency antagonist from the original film, reappeared. Let's just say the dick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uniforms and containment unit were redesigned. Nice. The, uh, and Slimer was changed from a bad ghost to a resident... Uh, events which are explained in the episode Citizen Ghost that flashbacks to what happened to the Ghostbusters right after the movie's events. So yeah. that's one of those episodes I would like to have seen, like what made Slimer yeah, a be good guy, a good yeah. guy. Yeah, because he's kind of like their firehouse dog. Right, <laughs> which was cool. I yeah. liked it. Um, but it was one of those things I was like, well, what? why did that happen? And I guess they did end up explaining it. Yeah, mostly it was probably due to marketing because he was something they could market. Sure. And they didn't have to pay an actor. Right. Because it's their own creation. But I do like the fact that they went back and said, well, we need to explain how he became a good guy. Because he wasn't good in the movie. Right. So, Gozer is also mentioned repeatedly through the series. Usually in comparison to a ghost that they're currently battling. Like, yeah. oh, this wasn't as bad as that Gozer. You know? Yeah. At the start of the series, third season, 1988, the series was retitled Slimer in the real Ghostbusters. The opening was completely redone to center around Slimer. Probably when that fucking Kool-Aid came out. Right. <laughs> Eventually the episode... Slimer cookies, Kool-Aid, graham crackers. And I didn't remember this either, but and you didn't either. Uh, I remember when I was talking to you earlier. Eventually the episodes were expanded from the original half-hour format to last an hour. No, I didn't know that at I all. I didn't remember that at all. Um, but when you're a kid watching cartoons, yeah, you kind of... You're just like, ooh, cartoons. Out. Yeah. You zone out, so it doesn't matter. And the overall feel of the show was changed to more of a youthful feel... Uh, with the episodes having a lighter tone to be less frightening. Is, it, is that when it jumped the shark? Probably, <laughs> yeah. When Ghostbusters 2 was released, the character of Lewis Tully was introduced to the show. Okay. And uh, with his voice provided by Roger Bumpus. Whatever that yeah. is. The later episodes referenced events from the, from the second film with the departure of writer, comic book writer. Jeff Johns. No. Larry Ham. No. Someone you like, though. Oh. Is known for leaving books. <laughs> JMS? Yes. Nice. J. Michael Straczynski. Uh, he left the show. <laughs> wow. Big show. Shocker there. <laughs> That's his MO. And I, like I told you, he used to write uh, Filmation episodes yes. for He-Man and She-Ra. Yep. 
Um, and more changes. <laughs> and after after he left, more changes were also made. I gotta meet that guy, Dave uh, Dave Coulier. Uh, Coulier, yeah, Coulier, who's a comic and was on that Full House show and stuff yeah. like that, took over the role of voicing Peter. And he was like Uncle Joey, right? He, no, Uncle Danny. No, no, Danny he was a dad. He was, uh, yeah, he was Uncle Joey. Yeah, Uncle he was Joey. Joey. There was Jesse. Jesse, yeah, 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 Joey, Jesse, and Danny. Right, right. Okay, Full House. Yes. The milkman, the paperboy, evening TV. Did I get delivered here? Somebody tell me, please. This old world confuses me. That's that uh, show with those twins. Yes. What's her name again? Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah, Olsen. Olsen, yeah. Yeah, they. Yeah, they're fucked up. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, like they're really messed up. So Dave took took the uh, place of doing the voice for Peter. Cool. And Buster Jones replaced Arsenio Hall as the voice of Winston. There you go. The show was canceled in 1991, with Straczynski returning to the series to write a few of the episodes in the final season in 1990. Did they throw him a bone? I guess so. <laughs> I wonder what comics he was doing at that time. If uh, any. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, don't know. I don't know. We have to look that up sometime. The only voice actors to remain for the entire series were Mor- Maurice okay. LaMarche. Oh, okay. And another famous voice actor. Peter Collin. Close. Ooh, Frank Walker? Yes. Nice! You know whose voice he did? Slimer. No. Damn it. Ray. Ray? Shut up. Ray Stance was Megatron. <laughs> nice. That's what Again, I like to these, hear. These things I was coming across, I was like, holy shit, Are I didn't know these things. No. It, it was sound awesome. like Megatron. <laughs> no, not at all. Because Starscream and Cobra Commander kind of sound alike. Right. Exactly. Chris Iannetta. I mean, they kind of sound alike. Exactly. But Ray and Megatron, no. No, not so much. No, not at all. No. <laughs> In January 2009, uh, IGN named The Real Ghostbusters as the 22nd best show in the top 100 best animated TV shows. Shut the fuck up. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Have they seen Jim and the Hunger? <laughs> <laughs> that might have been 21. It has to be. I mean, my God. At the start of the third season in 1988 with the series renaming, it was given an hour-long time slot in addition to the regular 30-minute Real Ghostbusters episode, a half-hour Slimer sub-series was added that included two to three short animated segments oh, focusing Slimer. on Slimer. Okay, right? all right. Now, now that you say that, I do yeah. remember seeing stuff like that. I'm like, 
You're fucking at Ghostbusters. Right. <laughs> now, like Slimer eating a bunch of hot dogs. Right, right exactly. It was stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Or you'd meet like a dog and interact with yeah, it or yeah. something. Um, Extreme Ghostbusters. Just got a little bit on this, but it might be enough to remind you of what the show was. All right. In 1997, so pretty late in the game, so I don't know if you were watching cartoons then. I might not have been, no. A sequel cartoon entitled Extreme Ghostbusters was created by Columbia TriStar Television and Adelaide Productions. It premiered on September 1st, 1997 and ran for 40 episodes until its conclusion on December 8th, 1997. So in one year it was yeah, done. It was like four or five years out of high school. I yeah. <laughs> Set several years after the end of the real Ghostbusters, uh, the series opened by saying the team had disbanded due to a lack of supernatural activity. Oh, okay. Only Egon remains in the firehouse along with Slimer to care for the containment system and teaching classes at the local university. When supernatural events begin occurring in New York, Egon recruits four of his university students nice. as a new team of Ghostbusters. It, and hey, let me interrupt. Yeah. Is that the movie that they're going to do? Because I hear they're doing a new I've heard about movie. that, yeah. That would be a cool concept sure. for a movie. Oh, yeah, I agree. Because they're older guys. Now you can't bring them back to be the same guys they were yeah, before. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're going to do definitely a new movie. There was whispers There's a about, lot of whispers, and they're still going on. That would be cool concept. But there's going to be something I'm going to mention a little later okay, all right. that might make you think they're not going to. But I still have heard stuff. Bitchy. I still have heard stuff that they might do a third movie. It'll If they do a three Ghostbusters, I mean, it'll it'll sell. Yeah. Even if Bill Murray just makes a cameo. Right. And, Even if all of them just make a cameo. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll sell. Um, the I'll original, go watch it. Yeah. Uh, so the new team, uh, they also had included Janine okay, into yeah. the new team. Uh, also, she was also one of Egon's students. Why? Well, yeah, well, she should have right. married Egon in my right. mind, in my continuity. But then she ends up returning to manage the office. In my canon, <laughs> that's what I, I would have a Ghostbuster woman, though. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, definitely. I'd like one of the Ghostbusters, one of the four, there'll be four again. Yeah. I don't and know. I want to be a woman. Yeah. I think one of them should, should be. Sure. And I'm, I don't know who would be a good one. Um, I mean, there's definitely some funny females out there that you could, yeah. you could do. Um, I'm trying to think of the, um, Girl from uh, 30 Rock. Miley Cyrus? No, no. <laughs> she was a Saturday Night Live. Oh, Tina Fey? Yeah, Tina Fey might be good. I, she might be a little older yeah. for the role, but they, they looked kind of They looked kind of older, though. College students, though. But they don't have to be college students. Well, that's I mean, if you want to follow this, yeah. Sure, yeah. But it's just a thought. Okay. so Good thought. Um, <laughs> the original Ghostbusters returned for, for the two-episode season finale to celebrate Egon's 40th birthday. Nice. Leading them to reluctantly work again, work together again with the younger generation to solve one last case. I've never seen any of that. So I, I would have liked to have seen that episode. Yeah, I've never seen any but, of that. Maybe um, it's on the YouTube's. It might be on the YouTube's on the on the internet. Also, going into video games. Yes, there were some video. There games. There was a lot of video games. I remember uh, a Nintendo video game for this. Yes. Yeah. Old school guys, eight bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to mention. Uh, Atari twenty six hundred. Ghostbusters oh, yeah, game. Atari had Ghostbusters, too. Yeah, it was produced by uh, Activision. Activision, It was based yeah. on the movie, obviously. Yeah. It was designed by David Crane, and uh, it was released in 1984. Yeah, I it remember. It was on the Atari 2600, the Sega Atari, yeah. Master System, and eventually on the NES. Yeah. Uh, the player must stock up. It was a really bad game. It wasn't good. <laughs> the player must stock up on equipment and make money to complete their objectives. Right. Upon completion of the Commodore 64. I had one of those. <laughs> my father, but I, I had access to one of those. Uh, a code was provided once that system came out that allowed the players to start a new game with the amount of money accumulated by the end of the previous game. So, 
Uh, then there was the real cheat code. Yes. <laughs> then there was the real Ghostbusters arcade game. Actually, in the arcades. I don't remember that. Refresh um, me. Once I saw the picture of it, it reminded me. I don't have the picture here, but um, I'll post it on Facebook. It does me good. <laughs> well, no, I'll, I'll post it on Facebook for this. I'm episode. imagining it. Go ahead. I'll post it on Facebook for this episode. Uh, the real Ghostbusters was an arcade game based on the cartoon series. Uh, it was released by uh, Japanese game company Data East in 1987. Oh, they did some pretty decent oh, yeah. games. Yeah, Data East, yeah. The game was later ported over to the Amiga, the Atari ST, the Commodore 64, a yeah. few others. Up to three players can control members of the Ghostbusters. The characters are only differentiated by the color of their uniforms. No effort is made to identify them, although the game's marquee art shows the characters from the cartoon. Okay. Uh, the game has a total of ten levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ghostbusters fight hordes of nightmarish creatures with energy guns, which reduce the monsters to harmless ghosts, which they can then be captured into their beams and proton packs. Uh, there is power-ups, and they could even uh, summon on Slimer to throw himself in the way of attacks. Oh, okay. So, then there was Ghostbusters 2, the video game, which came out based on the movie. Yeah. That's pretty much all I wanted to say about that one. No, no good. No. <laughs> well, there's a lot. Of, there was a lot of games. I didn't want to copy down everything. The backgrounds sure, yeah. of every single one. Uh, there was Ghostbusters Mega Drive Genesis video game. Wow. Which was published by Sega. Obviously, it was developed by Compile for the Mega Drive Genesis on June 29th, 1990. So again, this franchise just didn't die. No, it kept going. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was kind of a run and gun type game uh, where you got. Uh, three of the four Ghostbusters from the movie. Guess who they left out? Bankman? <laughs> no. Oh. Winston? Who do they always leave out? Oh! <laughs> not, nice! Not rightfully so. I thought they would have left out him because he wanted the most money. Probably, yeah. That's yeah. what I would think, too. But they weren't doing voices then or anything like that. Oh, so, so yeah. um, Winston is not my least favorite Ghostbuster, by the way. Really? And now keep in mind, I love all the Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's kind of like the Turtles. There's not a bad one for me. There's just, yeah. There's just... Ranking pecking Yeah, order. it's like 1A, 1B, 1C, and 1D. Well, Venkman's my favorite. Sure. Given. Yeah. Ray's number two. Yeah, then Egon, then Winston. Egon's number four for me. Really? You don't like yeah. Egon? No, I like Egon. That's the thing. I had to set it up there that they're all awesome. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing I like about Winston over Egon. Winston tells it like it is. I like and that, yeah. Winston says what I would be thinking at the time, which is... I have seen shit that'll turn you white. (laughs) (laughs) That's hard to do for a black man. I'm uh, Winston Zettimore, Yana. I've only been with the company for a couple of weeks. But I gotta tell you, these things are real. Since I joined these men, I have seen shit that'll turn you white. Going into the games, the real Ghostbusters 1993 Game Boy video game. Oh, yeah. 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 Was by Chemco. Uh, it was published in North America by Activision for the Game Boy. Activision, yeah. Basically, in it, you played as Peter Venkman. It emphasized puzzle solving in a dungeon-like atmosphere. So it was more about pu- solving, solving the pu- puzzles That's what they than it was Game about Boy, busting yeah. the Because you, you remember the Game Boy when it came out, Tetris was the big yeah, exactly. draw to that. And that's, so. so a lot of the games that came out were puzzle-based. Or Dr. Mario. Yeah. That was really good, too. Um, Ghostbusters, the video game in 2009. This is the most recent one. Like I said, there's been a lot of other games in between mm-hmm. here. This is the one that went across the PlayStation 3, the Xbox 360, all that type of stuff. The Wii, they even made Wii systems, yeah. all that type yeah. of stuff. Um, the game follows the player's character as a new recruit. So the you rookie. play as you play as the rookie, right? Uh, which Mattel is going to be making that figure, right? I'm tempted to get it because I did play the game. I own the game. It's okay. awesome. All right. 
And they pursue, they're obviously teaching him how to pursue ghosts and everything else. The game features elements of typical third person shooters, but instead of using a traditional gun, the player is equipped with a proton pack, which has multiple different settings. Like you can do the slime from Ghostbusters 2, nice. or you can do the proton pack, and then you have a couple yeah. other things it can do also. Cross the streams. No. <laughs> that would there be is, bad. There is a point where you do cross the streams. That would be bad. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> I'm fuzzy on this whole good, bad thing. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> told, told you, dude, I know this it's movie. It's a lot of quotes <laughs> in this movie, guys. Um, the game's plot is set two years after Ghostbusters 2. Okay. Around Thanksgiving in 1991. So, it, it goes back in time. It goes time, back in time. time. Okay. So, right, sure. Yeah. Uh, with the Ghostbusters teaming, training the player uh, in paranormal activity in New York. I have actually played this game. It is awesome. I've played it all the way through. It's not like a great game, yeah. But the storyline is awesome. Okay. And they it's got just the gameplay is not as much. The as gameplay the is like basic. Okay. It's pretty basic. First person shooter. It's tough at certain times. Not first person. Third third, third person. person You're just standing okay. behind the character. The oh, whole okay. Time. All right. There's a. They get all the actors to come back and do the voices. Nice. That's what's really cool about it. That's cool. It is written by Harold Ramis. And Dan Aykroyd. Oh, the story of the game. The story of the game. Nice. They have a lot of references to the old. Well, that's cool. It's kind of like old movies. Canon now. Yeah, yeah, they refer to a lot of it. Sure. So much so, and here's the downside of it. Creator Dan Aykroyd has said this is essentially the third movie. Oh, okay. That's so, why they won't do it. Yeah. But there's still things out there saying that it might the third movie might happen. Well, they might do the third movie based on that game. Now, here's what I would recommend. Maybe I can post this on the forums or something like that. There's usually walkthroughs for games mm-hmm. on YouTube where you can actually watch... And see everything, yeah. And you can watch it for the story. Sure. This is one of those games I would recommend doing that. Nice. Because it's an awesome story. You get to hear the banter between them, and it's just great. Uh, the most recent game was Ghostbusters Sanctum of Slime. It came out in 2011, so this year. Uh, and it was a downloadable game for like Xbox 360 and, and uh, PlayStation 3 and, all, and Windows. I have not not downloaded this. I have not played it. It's supposed to be kind of a sequel to the game I was just talking about. Okay, yeah. I've it's gotten some really bad ratings though. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. So I might download a demo if they have it to see if I like it or just not. Try it out, sure. But I really did like the one that came out in two thousand nine because of the story. It was really cool. You got to you got to shoot. Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Nice. <laughs> well, maybe they should make a, a comic or a graphic novel of that. Yeah. The Ghostbusters in Sanctum of Slime were changed. Uh, it was an entirely new cast of Ghostbusters. There was Sammy, the hotshot paranormal expert. Bridget, a take-no-prisoners tomboy. Alan, a powerhouse leader of the new team. Gabriel, an African-American quantum physicist. And Egon Spangler's apprentice. Okay, cool. Uh, and Jeff, the only member of the new team that's not a playable character. Jeff oh. is the team's car driver and mechanic. Speaking of the so, car, I mean... Ecto-1. one yeah. Yes. The hearse, I love it. Oh, yeah. You gotta love it. Yeah. The firehouse, uh, gotta love I, the firehouse. I, actually, Hot Wheels did a little mini version. You could probably still look to find it Oh yeah, in stores now. Yeah. They did uh, Arkham City Batmobile. They did uh, Back to the Future DeLorean. Yep. And they did the Ghostbusters um, hearse. Yeah. Um, Those are in stores now. Now, comics-wise, yeah, there's uh, a few comics. We're not going to go really in-depth into them, but we'll give you the gist of kind of what happens in them. Give you the jizz. Yes. There was first... Uh, well, not there was first a comic that was done by... I want to say... Well, it was the Now comics. The Now, yeah. That were based on the cartoon. It was the real Ghostbusters. That ran for quite a few issues. Yeah. Then later on, there was... 88 Miles Per Hour was a company that came out and 
purchased the property of Ghostbusters, and they came out with a four-part miniseries called Legion. Yeah. And the the gist of this was basically it took place after the first movie. They kind of ignored the second movie. Yeah, it just picks up right after the first yeah. movie. And it, this was back, back in 04. Yeah. And what they did was there was a guy who basic, basically he's possessed, and he's bringing about all this spectral activity. The Ghostbusters have to go back. You know, there's they never left business, but they have a big challenge ahead. And here, this guy actually has ties to, if I remember right, them back in college, back in college, yeah. and they kind of were a jerk to this guy. Yeah. So he started looking up the dark arts. Yeah. And they got famous being big, Ghostbusters, right. and he wants to take them down. Yeah. And you get all the characters in this. You get yeah. Louis Tully's in this. Janine's in it. All four Ghostbusters. You cannot find this in trade. It's one of the few things that... Here's what happened is the company went out of business. They went out of business before they... Kind of stretched themselves a little too thin. The writer on this was Andrew uh, Dobb, or Andrew Dabb. Dabb. And the penciler was Steve Kurth. It's really good. You can probably find all four issues... For about maybe 20. ten to fifteen bucks on eBay, if you really look, I'd seen all four because we read them recently, yeah. and I they were really good, guys. I really definitely good. recommend picking them up. But yeah. I saw all four of these issues at Mid Ohio Con night when I got back, and I was telling Ryan about it. The guy had all four of them together, you know, in a package, twenty two dollars. Yeah, for all four of them, still think it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely it's, a good. It's really good. You can get your hands on it again. 88 miles an hour is the name of the company. Right. Ghostbusters, one of four, you know, four of four, two of four, three of four. And it was supposed to turn into an ongoing series, which yeah. would have been great. Again, the problem was the guy that owned the company stretched himself way too thin to the yeah. point where he wasn't even able to pay artists to pay him anymore, and yeah. writers and stuff like that. And these were two ninety five when they came out. Yeah. So $3 a book, so three times four, that's 12 bucks. Yeah. In fact... So cover price, you're in for 12 at yeah. least. So if you could get it for, you know, 25 I guess that's double cover. Which isn't too bad. Not terrible. And you can even see on issue number four... I mean, the art's really good in it. Yeah. On issue number four, they were advertising... Another one, That yeah. number one was going to come out of the ongoing series. Yeah. So they had full intention to make this ongoing series. And they had series. different alternate variant covers and a things like that. A lot of variant covers. Uh, even Graham Crackers had one. Toy Biz had a variant cover. Now, here's a reason why it's good to enter our contest. Why is that? Because I have one through four. Yes, you do. I'm keeping them. Word. But I purchased a set on eBay that had one through four. It also had the variant covers for issues two through four. It doesn't have the variant cover for number one. I don't really want the variant covers because... I'll take them. I just was like, whatever. No. I'm going to put issues two through four in the prize package. You should just sell it to Chuck. No. Why? Going in the prize package. Oh my god, that's a lot of stuff, dude. Right. That's, that's so all you will have to do is look too much is look for issue number one, which Ooh. you can easily do. It's not gonna be super expensive. I know you might think, oh, issue number one is gonna be tough to find. Yes, it'll be tough to find and expensive if you buy the variant covers, but if you just get the standard number one for this eighty eight miles per hour, it's gonna cost you a couple bucks. And it's good stuff. And you're gonna get the other three for free, so might as well do it. If you win the contest. And again the contest. Take a picture of yourself in front of your collection. Right. Send it to us. Uh, then we have Ghostbusters by IDW, who now owns the property. Yeah. And they have done a... Uh, they, the Other Side. Yes. It's called The Other Side. Chuck's looking at the trade of The Other Side, which which we read. That IDW's done a few miniseries and one-shots of Ghostbusters. Yeah, and this one came out in 2009. 
Yep. Uh, graphic novel, price point $17.99. And the story behind this one is that the Ghostbusters hunt down a couple mafia ghosts. And they decide to take, take them, them out. So the mafia ghosts kill the ghost possess ghost. somebody, some people, yeah. and kill the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters then go to purgatory. Yes. Now they're the ghosts. They found out that there's some spirit trafficking going on. Right. And they stop the spirit trafficking and find a way back to our world. But it's an interesting concept because now the Ghostbusters are dead and maybe people are trying to bust them. Right. So they go to the other side. They go to the other side. And while they're on the other side, one of the mafia ghosts possesses Peter Venkman's body right. and starts causing havoc in the real world. In the real world, yeah. So it's a good read. Yeah, it's and, enjoyable. And yeah, Winston, another side story, Winston meets uh, an old flame that passed right. away. So that's it's so you get some more too, development yeah. on Winston, which yeah. wasn't done a whole lot before. Movie, yeah. So and this one's got really nice art too. I mean, I like the art in yeah. this one. Now they also did Displaced Aggression, which I have. I have not read it yet. And they also did a bunch of one shots that were are all compiled into a trade called uh, Seasons or something like that. I think it's called Open Season. Open Season. Okay. Um, yeah, this so. is really good. I mean, and when you're reading these, you can actually hear. The Ghostbusters their voices. in your head, in your head, yeah. As they're saying these lines, because it, it follows the movie. Yep. I mean, it's really good. Like they would say lines like they would say in the movie. Exactly. Now, last but not least, when it comes to comics, IDW just started the Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters series, right? It's an ongoing series. I have the first two issues. That's all that's out right now. That's all that's out so far. And these are right now. They're being written by Eric Burnham, and art is by Dan Schernick. And there's variant covers to these also. Yes. Which I like IDW for doing that, variant covers. They do it with Transformers, yep. they do it with Joe. They do it now with the, uh, the Ghostbusters, yep. they're doing Ninja Turtles. And these are variant covers, like there's a cover A and a cover B. They're 50-50. I yeah, mean, there, so, are, yeah. there are specialty incentive variant covers, covers incentive too, covers. Yeah. But I got for number two, the cover for number two, I got cover B, which is the four Ghostbusters walking across the street a la Abbey Road, Abbey Road of the Beatles. And... Yeah. Stay Puft Marshmallow Man's in the background. Ecto-1's in the background. You see Slimer flying here. off. The firehouse is there. It's a really cool picture. Again, I'll probably post this on Facebook, or I might use it for the episode. I don't know. It's really cool, yeah. But, uh, but it is the cool. only thing I, I don't like about that is the art on the cover doesn't match the art in the book on this one. But on, on that one. cover one you have, cover, yeah. it kind of does. Yeah, cover A for issue number one, it does match it. The now, thing the art on this one is very toony. Yeah, it is cartoony. It reminds me of the real Ghostbusters animated series. Somewhat. A lot, yeah. Um, the one thing I really like that they did—I I mean, his hair was blonde and the yeah, in the cartoon—it's like it. There's, it's similar. It's similar, similar to that. It's similar to that animation style. Animation style, yeah. Yeah. He was referring to Egon in Egon, the cartoon. Yeah. Egon had blonde, blonde hair, hair. In but in the movie, he has brown, brown. So they made it brown in the book. But the thing I really liked at the beginning of this series is if you knew nothing about the Ghostbusters other than the movies. They refresh your memory on who these characters are and what's known about them yeah. by doing this dream ghost-like sequence. Yeah, where there's a talk show. There's a talk show that Janine's doing. Yeah. yeah. Janine's back. There are constant referrals to the movies. Yeah. There's a little Easter egg in the first issue where John Belushi shows up as a ghost. Yeah, so that's, as awesome. a, that's cool. As a blues brother. Given the backstory that he was supposed to be in the movie. Right. Very the cool. Firehouse, you see that. And he shows up to Ray. Yeah. So... There's a main story that's going on with this these creatures that are kind of possessing people and they want to take over. But in the meantime, they're also just hunting ghosts. Yeah. Uh, Walter Peck gets involved and he's 
assigned as investigating these guys yeah. to find out if they're truly what they're doing, doing. Is, instead of like uh, right. causing this par- paranormal and yeah. ripping people off. And, and it's because he... Same thing in a movie. Yeah, it's because he has backgrounds with them. Right. Now, the other thing I like that they're doing with this series is at the back of the issue, you get a full issue. You get a full story. Yeah. But at the back of the issue, you get some of the... The gallery. The concept sketches, art. Yeah. And the thoughts behind the characters. Both for issue one and issue two. And then you get some fan art, too. You get some fan art done by little kids, which is really cute. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love, like, in the second issue, the there's this, of the there's this nanny, and, stuff, yeah. and they go through all the concepts of what they were going to do with this nanny. There's some, there's some uh, words in there. What we were trying to do is do this. And right. Here's what we were going for. Like this and yeah. Didn't want it to be and too scary. And there's the, a dossier in the back. Yeah, here. the Walter Peck thing at the very back of the second issue, now that he's been assigned to them, is you get a file on the latest ghost that the Ghostbusters were hunting down. So you get the whole history of that ghost and yeah. who she was or who he well, that's, was. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So that was cool, too. So I'm really enjoying this series. I'm so glad I picked it up. We won't keep covering it on the show, but I am going to be reading it, so I will be enjoying it very much, especially right. from the, just the first two issues. I highly recommend it if you are a fan of the movies. You do not yeah. have to have read any of the previous miniseries no. at all. No, because they all pick up from square one. Right, exactly. Um, we read three separate ones, and again, they all pick up from square one. Uh, I enjoyed all three of them. Yep. My favorite one was probably the 88 miles per hour one. Yeah, 88 miles per hour was the best one. That's my favorite. But I am really enjoying the ongoing. But all, all three were really good. Yeah. All now, well written. Now, the one that I do have that I have not read yet, Displaced Aggression, I heard is not so good. But I'm still going to read it. Yeah. It's Ghostbusters. I'll read it. Sure. Going into a Kung Fu Grip. Kung Fu Grip. Alright, so for this Kung Fu Grip, I got a couple figures, Ghostbusters figures. Yeah. From Maddie Collector. Maddie Collector is doing the Ghostbusters, but uh, they won't be they won't be for long. No, they will not be. And the figures we're gonna be covering here are Peter Venkman slimed with Slimer. With Slimer. And the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. How about that? Yeah. How's that for hijinks? <laughs> so, they came out with all different versions of the Ghostbusters. Right. Which I wanted to, led to their downfall. Right. And <laughs> I wanted... Well, I wanted to get the four main Ghostbusters. So, I have Winston Zedmore already. Yeah. I have slime, Slimed Up Peter Venkman. Because... I got him because I wanted Slimer. Right. And then, I'm going to get a regular Peter Venkman. And okay. then Ray and Egon. And, and then, yeah, that's... And that's all I need. Yeah. I mean, they did other ones. They did Walter yeah. Peck. They did the marshmallow-covered, right. you know, guys. But then when uh, Winston comes with the trap, yeah, that's the trap. Yeah, Egon, the Egon I ordered is coming with the PKE meter and a stack of books, and a stack a of books, right? Yeah. And then the regular Peter Venkman, he comes with a proton stream, proton stream, yeah, right. Pack. And then Ray comes with the Ghostbuster symbol. Yeah, for, it's on the firehouse. Right. It's hanging on the firehouse. The slime Peter Venkman, who we're going to cover here, he looks all slimed up. His hair is slicked back, and he comes with Slimer. Yeah, it's pretty much almost the same figure, except for the green slime that's on him and the hair. Yeah, it's slicked down. Like the been detail slimed. is incredible. He looks exactly like Bill Murray. Right, and the I mean the proton pack is really cool. Um, it's very detailed. It's got a lot of little wires and everything else. Yeah, it doesn't look. To it, it doesn't look to appear to be removable. I don't want to take it. Yeah, off. Yeah, no, me. please don't. <laughs> oh, I broke it. No. But I'm going to be very happy to have my main Ghostbusters. It is a very well detailed. Yeah, they're going figure. to look. They're going to look really cool on a shelf. Yep. Just you know, the four of them standing there. Now, Slimer is actually articulated. 
He is, and he's kind of like Orko, if you guys know the Masters Universe. Orko, he's on a little uh, flying stand here. Just pegs right into the bottom of the figure here. He's kind of yep. translucent, green plastic, tongue hanging out. Uh, and like you said, articulated. He's got some uh, wrist yep. articulation, elbow, twisting, yeah. and shoulder. Yeah. So he can do 360 on the shoulder, you so know, you, bent elbows. You and can have him reaching wrist. out. You can have him going, yay, what, yeah. you know, whatever you want. And again, with them being a ghost, there is no legs, legs feet, anything, right. no torso. But I was really impressed with how articulated his arms were. I guess it's kind of a torso, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, I did not expect his arms to be that articulated. I expected them like maybe like a shoulder twist, and that was it. Yeah, he's, he's almost the same as Orko, the way he's articulated yeah. with the three points here. So I was very impressed with that, especially considering yeah. he's just an extra. He's an add-in. Right. And uh, the add-in with Orko was Prince Adam. Yeah. So <laughs> now we got a uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yeah, he's massive. This is a giant figure. This is my first time seeing his guy. Yes. He's huge. He, he's enormous. He is plushy. Hefty. hefty too. He's hefty. He's yeah. plushy. Yeah. He's kind of got a squishy foam. Yeah, it's like Michelin to man. make him marshmallowy. Uh, his head twists. Oh, nice. The one complaint I would have is I wish the hat could come off. Oh, yeah. That would have been cool if they did, like, a magnet thing where the hat could have came off, but yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, he's kind of all one yeah. piece of foamy um, kind of stuff. His arms, you know, they they rotate on the shoulder, and yeah. his legs rotate at the, the hip. But other than that, no other articulation. Well, yeah, he just bounces back and forth. Right. So. But he comes with a giant cityscape that yeah. you can put behind him, and you can, and it's the cityscape is big enough that you can put all your other Ghostbusters in down there with like him. Like a backdrop. Like a backdrop. Yeah, so nice. that will be set up in the room. Yeah, set it up over there. <laughs> yeah, it's going nice. to be set up on my dresser. And once I get the, the other figures, and it's just going to be awesome. Awesome. So, the colors are accurate. Yeah. They're nice. He's a little sailor with the There's, red, the blue, the white. There are little hints of, of blue tint in his joints to kind of give him a little bit of depth and everything else instead of just being oh, yeah. all white. Yeah. So. He's yeah, really cool. Really cool. I enjoy him. So, and that was the uh, the Comic Con exclusive yes. of this year, San Diego. Yes, I enjoy the figures. Again, it's just something I didn't want to start another line. I didn't right. want to get into them. And again, I only got the only four of the Ghostbusters. I'm like, yeah. if I'm only going to get four, there's no real sense in really even getting them. Whereas, like I said, it's my favorite comedy. So, yeah, of all time, so of course I wanted to get it. And Maddie Collector did a sale where they were on sale recently. Instead of twenty bucks, they were fifth, uh, sixteen, 16 each, so four dollars so. off. Yeah. yeah. Now they did the big giant prop replica trap too, which right. is cool. Now this is coming out. On, this episode is coming out on Halloween. On Halloween, so you still have one day for that sale. There you go. So if you're listening to this on Halloween and you want the Ghostbusters figures at the discount, MaddieCollector.com. Yep, and order them. Lasso. One yes. other thing before you start talking about toys, the yep. old vintage toys. Yep. They did the firehouse playset. Yes. Which was pretty cool playset. One of my friends actually had it. Oh, cool. And it was pretty cool. I remember you know him having it and playing it with it. It was pretty cool. Now, obviously, with Mattel canceling the line, they're not going to do that. Right. They're not going to do Ecto One. But now, I will tell you the backdrop be for cool. the cityscape and yeah. everything else for Stay Puft that comes with it has the firehouse yeah. in the backdrop. I don't know if it has Ecto One. I didn't look at it closely or, or anything, but the, yeah. the backdrop does have the firehouse, so that's kind of cool. That's cool, yeah. Uh, if you can't get the actual firehouse, it's cool to have at least have it on a cityscape background. So Awesome, yeah. Uh, last but not least, when it comes to Ghostbusters, what would be an episode without a little Battle Files? Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. They called the Ghostbusters in the end control. Had a throwing party for a bunch of children. Well, all the while, Grab the proton packs on the back and they split. Put out a bomb eagle. The master of evil. Try to battle my boys. That's not legal. 
day without sunshine. Right. Some, some, somebody had asked us... <laughs> like a Star Joe's without a Chewy call. Somebody asked us in the, on the forums to list our top five favorite Ghostbusters villains. Well, there's only about five anyway. Slimer, <laughs> Librarian Ghost, Taxi Cab Ghost, Bigo. Bigo, Gozer. Gozer, the dogs. Yeah. Alright, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Walter Peck. <laughs> He's a dick. Yes. So, instead of doing that, uh, I would. I think it goes without saying that Ghostbusters is one of the most quotable movies ever of all time. I wouldn't say it's the most quotable, yeah. but I, I don't know if I can go that far. But it's in. It's the, up. There. It's up there. It's up there. It's probably in the top ten. Gotta be. So because of that, there's so many great quotes. We decided to do a top five list of most of our favorite quotes yes. from the movie. These aren't just the quotes. It is also the setup to kind of place the scene Setting for up you. The scene, yeah. And where I can. If I can get my hands on them, I will insert the actual quotes from the movie. Holy shit. So that'll be awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. So you're number five, sir. All right. Uh, number five. I'm just going to... We have Ray here and uh, Walter Peck and the mayor having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Ray goes, everything was fine with our system until the power grid was shut off by Dickless here. Walter Peck chimes in. They caused an explosion, the mayor. Is that true? Peter Venkman chimes in. Yes, it's true. This, this man, man has no dick. Yeah. And Walter Peck goes, sheesh. The mayor's like, break it up, break it up, break it up. Peck's like, all right, all right, all right. And Venkman goes, well, that's what I heard. Right. <laughs> that was your number five. Number huh? five. That was my number one. Are you kidding? That's awesome. <laughs> that is my one of my favorite, or my favorite yeah. line from that. The whole, is yes, this it's true? true, this, this man, man has no dick. <laughs> hey, where's this Peck? Hey. I am Walter Peck, sir, and I'm prepared to make a full report. These men are consummate snowball artists. They use sense and nerve gases to induce hallucinations. People think they're seeing ghosts. And they call these bozos who conveniently show up to deal with the problem with a fake electronic light show. Everything was fine with our system until the power grid was shut off by Dickless here. They caused an explosion. Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. Well, that's what I heard. This city hall. Um, my number five is a personal favorite. It's a very subtle quote. Many people don't notice it in the movie. In they're in the library. They're heading towards where the snot ectoplasm is. Yeah, they haven't the got. Books, yeah. yeah, they haven't gotten there yet. But you hear Ray go. Listen, smell something. Smell something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. This is hot, Ray. Symmetrical book stacking. Just like the Philadelphia Man's Turbulence of 1947. You're right. No human being would stack books like this. Listen. You smell something? Uh, I had to think for a second yeah. on that one. So that that's awesome. my number five. Number four for me is when they go to the hotel to bust Slimer. Yes. 
Uh, there's a man at an elevator, and Peter Vegman and Ray have a conversation. Oh, yeah. So the man at the elevator, they're pressing the button, waiting for it to come down. He goes, what are you supposed to be, some kind of cosmonaut? Vegman goes, no, we're exterminators. Someone saw a cockroach up on 12. And the man goes, that's got to be some cockroach. Vegman goes, to bite your head off, man. <laughs> and Ray gets in the elevator and goes, you're going up? He goes, no, nah, I'll take the next one. <laughs> so that's awesome. I love the bite your head off, man. Yeah. What are you supposed to be, some kind of a cosmonaut? <laughs> no, we're exterminators. Somebody saw a cockroach up on 12. That's got to be some cockroach. Bite your head off, man. Going up. I'll take the next one. Um, my number four is when they are all in the near the containment unit and they're talking about, like, the ectoplasmic activity going on, the spectral activity that's going on. Yeah. And then Venkman comes down talking about how they just had a visit from the EPA. Yeah. And Venkman goes, how's the grid holding up? And Egon says, not yeah. good. And Winston says, tell him about, about the Twinkie. Twinkie. Peter yeah. says, what about the Twinkie? <laughs> <laughs> just, tell him about the Twinkie. What about Because the they explain, like, yeah. he has a Twinkie and he's like, the Twinkie would be, like, this ginormous size, yeah. he ends up saying. And it's like, I just love the whole, Egan. what about the Twinkie? Tell him, what about the Twinkie? <laughs> I'm worried, Ray. It's getting crowded in there, and all my recent data points to something big on the horizon. What do you mean, the big? Well, let's say this Twinkie represents the normal amount of psychokinetic energy in the New York area. According to this morning sample, it would be a Twinkie 35 feet long, weighing approximately 600 pounds. <coughs> That's a big Twinkie. We could be on the verge of a fourfold cross rip, a PKE surge of incredible, even dangerous proportions. We just had a visit from the Environmental Protection Agency. How's the grid holding up? It's not good. Tell them about the Twinkie. What about the Twinkie? Number three for me, Dr. Venkman. Yes. We came, we saw, we, we kicked, kicked its, its ass. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mr. Smith, quickly, I want that door open now. Don't stand over there. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Did you see it? What is it? We got it! Uh, my number three is, uh, Ray says, Gozer the Gozerian, good evening. As a duly de- designated representative of the city, county, and state of New York, I order you to cease any and all supernatural activity and return forthwith to your place of origin or the nearest convenient parallel dimension. Venkman goes, yeah, I'll do it. Thanks very much, Ray. And Gozer goes, are you a god? Ray says no. He says she goes then die and shoots lightning. Winston, they almost fall over the yeah. edge. They almost die. And Winston goes, Ray, when someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. Yeah. And Bankman goes, all right, this chick is toast. That's my number one. <laughs> oh, nice. That's my number one. Yeah, you gotta go with if someone asks you if you're a god, you, you say, say yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Go get her, Ray. Good evening. As a duly designated representative of the city, county, and state of New York, I order you to cease any and all supernatural activity and return forthwith to your place of origin or to the nearest convenient parallel dimension. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Are you a god? No. 
Ray, when someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. All right. This chick is toast. All right, number two for me. Um, it's it's all the Ghostbusters having a conversation. So it chimes in with Venkman, and they grab your sticks. So Ray and Egon and Zedmore, Winston Zedmore here, they're like holding Venkman's like heat him up, and they're, they're all like smoking. Venkman's like make him hard, and they're all like we're ready. They're like all right, let's throw, let's show this prehistoric bitch how, how we, we do, do things, things downtown. downtown. Yeah. Throw it, <laughs> love that. That's right before they shoot uh, Gozer. I love it when he's like. And she flips over them, and he's like, nimble little minx, isn't, isn't she? she? Yeah. <laughs> Got your stick. Oh! oh. Get him up! Make him hard! Ready! Let's show this prehistoric bitch how we do things downtown. We better go full screen. Um, my number two, which I guess is my final one, um, is they're in the hotel at the beginning. Yeah. And they have Slimer in the dining room. And Venkman pulls, you know, the flowers. And he's like, the flowers are still standing. He pulls yeah. the tablecloth and stuff like that. They start shooting their streams. And then they realize they missed them. Yeah. And Egon's still shooting <laughs> at the bar. Yeah. And Venkman goes... Whoa, whoa, whoa! Nice shooting, Tex. Oh, <laughs> nice shooting, Tex. So that was my number two. That's awesome. Okay, Ray, give me one eye outside. Okay, all right. Shooting Tex. So, um, great quote. Another one that, uh, at, just to throw out an honorable mention, but one that t- almost made my list just because I loved it so much. Again, the hotel scene when they first show up and they hadn't tested the packs yet. Oh, the, the elevator, cl- yeah. The cleaning lady comes by <laughs> and they turn and shoot and she crawls out and goes, What the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah. He goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We thought you were somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or the first time when they get to see the uh, the ghost in the library. Yeah. Get her. Get her. Get That's her. Get her. Get her. Get her. So, awesome. uh, so, so many awesome quotes in this movie. Uh, I mean, you could go... My friends and I in college, we would go on and on. Like, where do these stairs go? They go they up. They go up. You know, you know, it's like, are you the key master? Yes. Yeah. I'm a friend of his. He told yeah. me to meet him here. Nobody steps on a church, church in my town. Oh, yeah. Classic. Classic lines. Um, You have to... She... I like her because she's a client and she's interesting. And she sleeps above her covers. Four feet above her covers. Yeah. I also love in the uh, the jail scene where all the prisoners are looking over and Venkman goes, She'll be good. For goodness sake. Whoa. Somebody's coming. <laughs> Somebody's coming. So. Awesome. Yeah. Just, I mean, awesome. I'm sure you guys all have your favorite quotes. And I'm sure you can probably rattle them off. But, I mean, I could almost quote this movie Word for word, almost the entire yeah, thing. So hey, it's it's Halloween. Set back, grab some uh, Snickers Fun Bars, and yeah. pop in the Ghostbusters and have a good time. Exactly, because that's probably it's what we're going to do. Always fun. <laughs> and if I hear anyone from the forums or anything that told me that he'd never seen Ghostbusters, 
There's, Watch it. There's something wrong with you. You need to go out and get this movie. It is a classic. Watch it. Yes. And I know so, if you watched it, I, I know you liked it. Yeah. I don't know anybody who doesn't like this movie. Yeah. And I would recommend that if you do like the movie, try picking up the IDW ongoing yeah, series. Get one of the series. Uh, Chris Chris uh, on the forums. Chris, Chris Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, he says he, he's enjoying it. He's loving it too. So yeah. Big uh, shout I, out to you, Chris. I know Victor from ETM said he was going to pick it up. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious what he thinks too. But Shout out at his Victor. Yeah. What do you think? Do you like it? Yeah, if... I've, I've read it. It's okay. I like it. I like the way it's going. I'm not too fan of the art, but again, but there's I like the a way lot the story's of, going. The story's really good, and the, there's a lot of references. I personally like the art, but you know, that art, again, subjective. Yeah, it, I mean... It, Teach it, their it, own. It's um, more of the, like you said, the cartoon. It's yeah, yeah. So, But uh, with that, the happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween, everybody. That's right. So uh, we'll go ahead and... Hope you didn't die. Go ahead and uh, <laughs> give our information out. We got... Uh, you can reach us at... Or find us at uh, starjoes.com. You can reach out... Reach us and communicate with us on the comicforums.com. Just scroll down to Star Joe's. You can see us on Facebook, ping us, I'll ping you back. Right. We're on Facebook. We're on the fan site. We also have a profile. I recommend going to the fan site. We're on Twitter at Star Joe's Podcast. Uh, you can email us starjoespodcast at gmail.com. That's where you want to send your contest entries. Get those in by the 15th of you, November. Exactly. You can also call us and leave a voice note. It's 440-941-J-O-E-S. You can, Somebody else dials besides Chewy and JD. <laughs> you can, Not saying you guys can't call, yeah, but let's please, get some new blood in Yeah, here. keep calling, but we want some more people calling in, too. We uh, do a show of all voicemails. That's cool. Yeah. Less editing on Ryan's part. Right. <laughs> um, but we, you can find our uh, phone number as well on our website and on our forums. Nice. So they're both there for they're you as there. well. A lot of activity on the forums. It's really cool. Yeah, really it's great, been a guys. lot yeah. of fun. You yeah. guys have been really keeping that forums going. So Thank you. It's been really good. There's a lot of people chatting on there. Yeah, it's good stuff. And it's a good way to interact with us. We're on there a lot. So Yeah. <laughs> so We got nothing better to do. Other than that, we'll go ahead and close by saying the Force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, guys. Happy Halloween. We thought you were someone else. Successful test. I guess so. Uh, I think we better split up. Good idea. Yeah, we can do more damage that way.